This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Roll call Friday. What is up, boys and girls? Oh, Mikey Awesome came in with an awesome little hype video for all of us today on a roll call Friday. The Bostonian versus the book back again. Another hour, 45, two-hour conversation between Dave Sherpin, the book, and myself, Matt Perot, the Bostonian. 30 minutes, Darren Rovell will join us talking everything sports, sports media, sports marketing. Michael Jordan's jersey goes for $10.1 million. What? $5 million. You didn't see that? Goes for what? How much did the, you say? The last worn Michael Jordan jersey Okay. in the NBA. A Washington Wizards one? No, it was a Bulls. It was the last Bulls jersey then. Sorry. It was, it okay. Was a Bulls okay. The last Bulls jersey went for 10 how point, much? 10.1 million. Show's over. I'm done. <laughs> I, I can't. 10.1 right. million dollars. How are you wearing Astros gear today? I never critique you on your gear. But how are you not wearing Steelers gear where it's Patriots Steelers on Sunday? The show is called The Bostonian versus the Book, and you're wearing you're wearing Astros gear. Because we already know who's going to win the Patriots and Steelers game. But just from a from a show dynamic perspective, the Astros. Did you see the Astros on, line man. this morning? Did you doesn't, see it? Doesn't matter. Did you see it's minus three eighty? The Mets were minus four fifty and lost this week. This is my <laughs> point and why I'm wearing the Astros stuff today. All right. Yeah. Just go under. Need that game to go under. The Astros game. Mm-hmm. Is this yep. in the bet it or book it thing? Of course. It's in the, the, the only You're betting what, baseball today? What it's Friday, dude. Come on now. When do I bet baseball? <laughs> There's football games today, P Roll. Yeah, and I'm betting football, but the weekly parley, I do baseball on Friday. That's what I do. That's until baseball's done. And then we much. won't do they won't do baseball yeah, parley anymore. More Fridays of baseball. That's why yeah. I'm wearing the that's why I'm wearing And then baseball. and then it's and then you know you know what time it is after that? Swish. NBA. Yay! We go NBA parlay betting on Friday. So that's <laughs> <laughs> we go right from baseball into, into basketball. We're 15 days away from, I think, the first exhibition games, right? Of what? The NBA. Don't say that. We are. Yeah. The, the exhibition season Did for the NBA. Did you say 15 1 5 or 5 0? 1 5. 15 days away from the first exhibition games for NBA basketball. Or 10 days away from the first hockey game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's. The, the playoffs fall. are like two weeks, three weeks away from we the get tri- Dave, we get tricked, though. Like, you do know what the weather is back at home for us right now, right? Like, it's getting cold. Like, it's Have it's the fall. Have you been today? It's gorgeous. I love oh it. I'm wearing a hoodie. But is it nice? It's gorgeous out today. But Oh, our, my God. I almost said cancel the show. I'm going for a walk for two but three our, hours today. But our gorgeous is 72. Like, 
85 is the high. It was 68 this morning. It's 72 today, right now. I just heard a high today is going to be 90 or 91. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But that's the because. The low tonight is 67. It's gorgeous. Amazing. But you do know at home <laughs> on the East Coast. I don't even know what it is. Like they're dealing with rain and cold and it's, it's the fall. Like it's fall weather at home. Pittsburgh, so, high today, 81, low 54. Getting a little see. chilly, a little nippy. Yeah. Nippy out, right? You got to yeah. throw the little, little sweater on. You got to go outside. Crisp. Yeah. So that's the point. So for us, that's why they're getting ready for hockey. Like they're getting ready for basketball. They're like, all right, let's go. When's the first snowfall? And like, here we are, mm. right? For yeah. us, <laughs> you know, and we're just coming out of, we're yeah. just coming out of the, 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 the sauna, right? The steam, the, the, the stove. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. gorgeous. Wow. It's amazing outside today. It really is. It really is. That, when, when are we doing roll call? Are we going to run off the, out of the gate or when do you want to do it? Uh, we're going to run them off, you know, as Later. they come in. Yeah. Right. As, they, as they come in, I don't want to, I don't want to do it too quickly. And then somebody says, you didn't give me a shout out. Then they get mad at me. I'm not mad at anybody. Thank all of you for coming in and watching the show, hitting the like button, all that other stuff. It's Friday. I mean, it's beautiful. So we got Ravel coming on 20 minutes. So stick around for that. All right. Right in the, the world. Am- is he going to talk about? You oh, I got a million. I, I got a million things to talk about him. I got, I got, I got bone to pick with him. Same with this. Well, I'll let you start with that. But Amazon Prime last night, Thursday night Ooh, football. Holy crap! I had no problems, but that's because I pay for high speed internet. <laughs> mm-hmm. My my internet bill is expensive because of this right. show. Yep. So I'm a little bit of a different person. Yep. You have high speed internet as well for the same exact reason. So yep. I'm, guess, I'm guessing you had no issues last night. Yeah, the only issue I had was that, like upstairs in my room, yeah. I hadn't put Amazon Prime on there yet. Uh, I didn't know the password because I have <laughs> eighty eight million passwords, and I'm not responsible in this house for passwords. I'm not allowed to make them. I'm not allowed to know them. Wow! So there's a key password list that the females have that I don't have. So I went to go watch Amazon Prime in my room, and I didn't know how to do it. And nobody was home except the eight-year-old. So I'm asking little Consig, can you get a hold of your mother, please, to get the password to Amazon Prime so I can watch it upstairs? Because I had it on on that nice TV downstairs in my room. And I'm not going to lie. Was it me or did that feed look better than any other feed I've ever seen on television for a football game? It was the best angle. The angle of the shot stood out dramatically. They had an unbelievable, wherever they decided to set up shop or whatever they convinced or they cleared out for, at, at Arrowhead, it was a perfect angle to view the game. Like it was wide out, really, really sharp and really nice. Yeah. Yes. It the was, problem it was is excellent. the audio sucked. Terrible. As an audio geek, I kept I, you going, had to be going crazy. I kept on going, who the hell decided to put Al and Herbie in like a sealed box with no sound? Like you have to have natural. That's a loud stadium. Like what? There was no natural sound. It sounded like the crowd was dead the entire game. It, it sounded like the game wasn't really all that entertaining from a crowd perspective. And that's not true. That was a really entertaining football game. But Amazon did not think about the audio and did not think about the crowd noise to be able to mix that in because they were so concerned about Al Michaels and Herbie making sure they were going to be able to be heard by the audience. 
I, my whole critique was one Kaylee Hartong back doing sports. Bravo. I, she's one of my favorite reporters and she went to go do news because she's unbelievable. She was doing ABC news for years now back doing sports. Totally forgot that they had hired her as a sideline reporter, a plus hire the pregame show. Thank goodness for Carissa Thompson, because the other three are a work in progress in a big way. And it was the chemistry was, eh, <laughs> it wasn't great, but the actual broadcast itself was very good. I thought from a visual standpoint, I thought it was very poor from an audio standpoint. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I just kind of want to watch the game. Like I don't really listen to too much. I've always watched the games in risk rooms and in books without audio as right. just as well as audio. So I didn't really notice the audio issues until I was actually trying to notice the audio issues. <laughs> right. So, you know, because he saw the tweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know visually it popped. It did. It was, it was just something. I was like, why haven't I never seen this before? Or why is this feed so clean? I kept saying, it's clean. It's clean. Yeah. And that may be because I have teenagers and they say everything's clean or not clean or whatever. The rooms <laughs> definitely aren't clean. It's a good, it's, it's a good word for it though. Cause it yeah. definitely looked that on the screen. It was very yeah. visually appealing yeah. to have it to, to watch the game. And we'll see how, as the year progresses, was that a fluke a one, you know, just because of Arrowhead or did they do something special for that one broadcast knowing everybody was going to be on there to critique it and really be, you know, looking at it. But I did see a lot of tweets about people who were having streaming issues. And this is where if you don't have really high speed internet. Yeah. I mean, we, we knew that was going to happen. We knew people were going to have problems with it. And the password thing, you were not alone. Numerous people were like, son of a, what the hell is my Amazon prime password? Didn't know it. It took them a long time to get into it to actually watch the game. Not to mention, like, I don't want to put another app. I don't want to watch a game on my phone. I got an 80 inch TV. I want to watch it on the TV. I don't want, we'll just put it on your phone. I don't want to watch it on my phone. I don't want another app. I don't want another thing. We can ask Darren about how many people want more apps because yeah. everybody's getting apps. But like that's, you know, I could fix it. I could have watched it on my phone while I was on TV doing the shows and stuff. But then my app to bet is on my phone and right. I don't want to toggle back and forth between. You don't have two. to. You just haven't you haven't learned this yet. You don't what? have to. You can watch a game on your phone with the game on the screen and go and bet on your app at the same I time. I understand, but the bet on the app is a minute to two minutes ahead of what I'm seeing. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. I right. don't need to watch a damn game in that situation on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what but is I mean, purpose? yeah, you can still bet during a commercial break or a uh, halftime. You can, you still can bet. bet live. It's up the whole time. And I just right. got another text and I didn't even tell you this morning it was that 100 things going on this other app about real-time trading now there's a real-time trading app that's live in new jersey we'll talk about it later real-time trading sport trade sport trade just launched i got the they asked me what are they trading sports sports it's amazing in game or or like oh everything but in game it's it's a it's an actual uh, exchange essentially. Oh, I, I knew that was coming. So that's yeah. live now. Yeah, it's, they, that's, they, finally, they finally launched that. Okay, that's live. They would like us to. We'll, we'll talk about that off the air. What they want right. us to do. But um, did you feel like there were too many commercials, or did it feel like we were f- being force-fed stuff on the broadcast? Because a lot of people were texting me last night. Is it too many commercials? Is it too much? 
I it's didn't feel. I, I thought it was too. I, what what shocked me was the number of commercials for Amazon on Amazon Prime. Like I'm watching. Yeah, you're branding it. Like I felt like they knew that people were going to be watching it in bars that don't have Amazon Prime. Right. Don't shop on Amazon. Yeah. So they were trying to market to those people, but I felt like I already have Amazon Prime. I already give you 130 bucks a year. I already spend money with you. All right. Stop telling me to buy more stuff from you. Like that was, that was my issue. I, I don't need to see so many ads for the stuff I already do. Like you already have me. Congratulations. And I feel like a lot of people were like, dude, like I, I don't need to see an Amazon ad every break. Like I, I know what I'm watching. Like I'm good. Don't need to market. So that was one surprise. Uh, no, I'm, I'm never really, I know what, what the point is. I mean, they have to recoup the billion dollars that they're giving for this broadcast rights. So right. they're going to sell commercials. <laughs> like they're going to market this as much as they can and sell it as much as they but can. But I mean, now with them controlling the broadcast and the commercials, and mm-hmm. they're a business that sells stuff, unlike mm-hmm. a, a broadcast company who can sell commercials to everybody. They don't care who buys it. Does Amazon limit? Who no, I was stunned. Instacart had an ad on it. I was stunned. Instacart right. essentially is not is a competitor for Amazon and Instacart had an ad. So I was surprised. I was watching for that. I'm like, okay, are they going to take, I mean, there was no Google ads and there were no Facebook ads. So those were the two things. That I'm going to lay the no that there never will be. Probably. I think you hit yeah. two direct yeah. ones that will be never on those two I, I was watching for, I was like, okay, did they sell to Amazon? Did they sell to Google? And they, as far as what I watched, and I watched pretty much the whole game and every break, the, the answer is no. You know what the one thing I found to be the most annoying of all? What? And this is perfect. And it's one, it's one reason why Amazon bought it for a billion dollars. I can't go anywhere. I can't channel surf during the break. It's a pain in the ass to switch around, to switch it off to something else. Oh, I'm stuck. Oh, 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 oh. Because if I want, then you get if out I want of the app. app I got to go in another there. app. I got to go get my direct TV up. I got to go watch direct. T- it's a, I, I watched the halftime because it was just annoying. I was like, I don't want to switch out of this. They've captivated us because we don't have a switch yet. That will come eventually. It'll mm-hmm. be fast to toggle between applications like it's changing, changing the channel. But right now, you got me. I'm stuck. I can't move. Good point. Good point, P. Rope. That That's pissed me move. off. I was like, I can't, cha- That's I the can't move. change the channel. That's I was like, oh, this is what they want. They've got us captive. We can't actually go anywhere. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. Can't switch around. All right. Now, mm-hmm. another reason why Amazon paid a billion dollars for this. Because right. you know in hell, grandma and grandpa aren't changing the channel. They, they probably took them 10 minutes to get into the, just get into the damn app. They're not going to change the channel. <laughs> yeah, they ain't changing the channel. You're going to stick there the whole entire time. So you have a, a, a literal a TV stuck for three and a half hours on one thing in one channel. Which just from a marketing standpoint, I guarantee these numbers, they're going to go for next week. They're going to go right to all the advertisers and say, look what we did. Look at these numbers. Your wow. average time spent viewing is going to be like three hours. <laughs> look, it's crazy. Which is another metric that they're going to use to measure stuff by, huh? Look at him. Nodding. How long they were watching will be a monster metric. It's not only the number of people watching. It's how long they're watching for. 
how many NASDAQ bars and ourselves. Yeah. So mm. it's 100% mm. that will be a very interesting piece when it comes to what Amazon's doing there. All right. Staley goes for the touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah. We'll get to the, we'll get to the Herbert injury in a second, but mm-hmm. man, I, I keep on waiting for these analytical guys to actually follow the analytics. Like I thought Brandon Staley was a dude that was all about the damn chart, right? I I, I can't keep track. So you're, it's a two minute warning. You get the ball down. You're in field goal range. That's just for these. Okay. Yep. Yep. You got to score 10 points. Now, if you're trying to cover 10, you try to score a touchdown there. Oh, but if you're trying to line close four. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Trying to win the game, win the game. Like Herm Edwards said, we're play to win the game. You kick the field goal and save the clock. Kick the field goal. I, I kept on going, okay, analytical guy. Okay, analytics. Okay, analytics. Some the classes. They tell you to kick the field goal down 10 in you field do. goal range. Kick the field goal, onside kick. Use your timeouts. Get the ball back. Try to score. You, that's what they say. That's the analytical book. That's what they say. It's but none the of these. So instead, he goes for it on fourth down. Now, he scored he a touchdown there, but he goes for it on fourth down. Even on fourth down, the dude doesn't kick the field goal. He didn't even kick it. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, now he's going to kick the field goal. Like, if you're sitting at minus four with a chief ticket. Yeah. I mean, the books were doing cartwheels at this. They were in love with this move. Thought you had good. Yeah. But Thought what you. in the world was that? I I, I mean, I, I don't do, know. These guys make this up on the on the fly about analytics matter now, but not later. <gasps> Did you say the loud, pop, quiet part out loud? I can't figure out what the fuck the analytical thing is. Because when they tell you it's this, then they do that. And then when they tell you that it's, we're doing this, well, it's not that because this is the analytical thing. I can't find the book. I don't know where it's at. Just like I can't find that place. You get the professional gambler license to be the guy that's a professional gambler because the professional gambler knows where the analytical guy is and they know each other. Oh, yeah. And they're all full of shit. I don't know. He went for it on fourth down, what, twice? I mean, Herbert was getting killed, crushed. Kept holding this side, something's wrong. But it's frustrating though, because if you're if you're going to bet a game, and you're like, all right, I know what Brandon Staley's all about. He's nobody knows guy. shit, Matt. Fine, that's I agree with Even you. Even Staley, right? That I would agree with that. I I was stunned. I'm going. I kept on waiting. Like he's going to kick the field goal, right? So we're going to see the minus four cover. I didn't have a bet on the side, so I didn't care. I was on the under, so I I was fine either way. Thank but. God. I was just, I kept on shaking my head going like, if I'm sitting here with a plus four ticket, I'm in love with this. If I'm on minus four, I'm in the fetal position going like, dude, kick the field goal, kick the field goal, kick the damn field goal. Nope. Goes for it. Unbelievable dime on fourth down from Herbert when he couldn't even run for the first down. Couldn't even move. He he throws a dime across the middle to Everett to get that fourth down conversion. Then on it, it scores the touchdown on fourth down on top of that. Extra point. Good. Three point line. It closes. Books are in heaven under and the dog both cash last night. Now, Herbert getting hurt and getting battered the way that he got battered. Holy crap. There were some tweets that were really dumb. And this is one of them. And I know Jay King. He covers the Celtics. He's a pretty smart guy. Uh Uh-huh. Couldn't figure out why people were making fun of Herbert and saying, why is everybody saying Herbert is so tough? when Herbert wouldn't even sacrifice his body to go pick up a first down by running. And he threw that ball into the ground. 
I thought the guy was a warrior last night. Am I, am I wrong? I don't know. He didn't come out of the game. He only came out of the game that one play. Because like, he had to, because he couldn't get, because he was required right. to come out of the game. Right. Chase Daniel like, came in and did a, you know, he, he gets $2 million a year to take one snap. I want that job. <laughs> Give me that job. Well, he gets $2 million a year in case he has to come in and take real snap. That's, that's, <laughs> he's insurance. <laughs> he's not- get this tweet. I'm sick of everyone acting like Justin Herbert is the toughest guy ever. He could have walked one more yard for a first down and refused to do it because he couldn't summon the courage. He threw a dart a play later, but very clearly wouldn't commit to doing anything truly painful. What are we doing? <laughs> what is I this? Mean, this is a blue just, check mark. This is this is a, a legitimate media member who's actually tweeting this wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Why are they a legitimate media member? Because they have a blue check mark? No, Jay King has been covering the NBA for a long time. NBA? Yes. He's an NBA writer. Oh. Okay. So he's tweeting about Justin Herbert? Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess you can do cross sport tweets and listen, just because you have a blue check mark doesn't mean shit either. No, it, I'm just saying like, just like saying, this is not some know. like Yahoo dude who's firing some ridiculous take. Like this guy is paid for his opinion for the NBA and he's like ripping on Justin Herbert who probably was in so much pain. He couldn't breathe, but because he wouldn't run an extra yard and maybe he just wasn't right in the head on top of that. This is football. Mind you. I don't know. Some of these tweets last night on Herbert were out. Outrageous to me. I mean, people say what they want. I'm not going to question any of these guys and how they play and what they do. You ever been on the sideline of a game? You know, I mean, it's a different planet on that field. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. They're missiles running into each other at speeds. Like on TV, it's real easy to sit home on your Amazon Prime and watch the game and go, oh, he should have done this. Or, oh, wow, he's a wuss. He did that. Stop. Yeah, like it's just just before you hit send, you can type all that out. And then before you hit send, go, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't even post this and then don't send it. Like because right. you put it out there and I don't know that. Why would you? I, I'm sick of everyone acting like Justin Herbert is the toughest guy ever. I'd say he's a pretty tough dude. So would I. But <laughs> even if he's not, it doesn't matter. Like it, I mean, he's playing. He didn't come out of the game. He kept getting hit. He kept getting hit. He got dumped. I mean, it then threw an unbelievable pass over the middle on that fourth down throw, which was woo boy. Yeah. So uh, real quick before we bring on Darren Rovell, yes. If Herbert is hurt, because Staley said he's he was asked, How's your quarterback? He's okay. He's okay. Okay. I, I, if, if we hear broken ribs or, you know, some internal bleeding last night, I'm not going to be shocked at all, given what Herbert was looking like. But if he's out for any period of time, how does that oh, affect the shit. odds? Oh, if he's out. I mean, hopefully if he's out, he's out, not out long, but still early in the season. If he's out two weeks, it's recoverable. If he's out four to six weeks, it could put them out. It could be literally put them out of division Winning, you you go one and he's out six weeks, and you go one and five, and at division you're buried. That's it, you're crushed. You know, so I think, um, you know, it's not an immediate move in the okay. book. I think you slide stuff around because Kansas City won. Kansas City's two and zero. Oh. No one else in the division won a game yet, except the Chargers won their first game. But mm-hmm. so now you start to just spread the division odds if you leave them up. You obviously, if you had Kansas City and Chargers close to each other for the AFC or for the Super Bowl, Kansas City got to go ahead of them. So that's the only thing you do right now. It's still a lot of unknown. You're still just kind of molding, feeling out process. 
A lot of what? money on the Chargers, though. What's that? A lot of money on the Chargers. They were one of the more popular picks this coming summer to win the division, win the AFC, win the Super Bowl. There's a lot of money on a lot of things. Right. Like it ain't no, you're not sweating that. Even, you're not even, you, listen, the way we did it, you're never sweating the Super Bowl futures. Mm-hmm. It's win. It's a good thing, though. I mean, for the win, books, dude, I think for the win for the, bigger. Right. But for the books, I think, I mean, the Chargers were very heavily bet this summer. So it's, if you're sitting on the Chargers, if you do it right, heavily bet means you only win 300,000 instead of half a million. (laughs) Right. Like every team you win. There's not, there's not NFL futures, except for the really bad teams like the Jets, when it says you lose 1.8 million if the Jets win the Super Bowl. Whoa. (laughs) Like that's where you stand to lose, but you don't worry about those. All right, well, let's bring on our guy, Darren Rovell, at Darren Rovell on Twitter, business and sports betting reporter for the Action Network. Drink kickstand at drink kickstand. We had his awesome hard seltzer when we were here in Vegas. Darren, Matt, and Dave, how are you? Good. I brought some treats for you guys. Oh, we get treats? Uh, We we just got a couple things into, you know, the FedEx guy shows up about 20 times at my house uh, every day. So we... uh, we, we we got uh, a uh, secretariat. Um, uh, what is this? this is secretariat uh, Preakness win ticket? Whoa! So we got wow. that. We got that today. Uh, just a little bit of topicalness. We have uh, two tickets to Queen Elizabeth's coronation. Look at that! Where the hell did you get those, Darren? <laughs> I have. I, I have Sources it June second, nineteen fifty three, and this is my favorite one, guys. This is I've been looking for this ticket for uh, three years. Oh. Um, it is what is it? It's the nineteen fifty five game between Washington and UCLA. And why do I want it? This is the game in Back to the Future two where Biff, because he had the sports almanac, knew Matt has it. <laughs> there it is. Uh-uh, there it is. This is great. So he he knew the he knew the score because uh, that UCLA would come back. This is the actual ticket? Uh, you know, some numb nuts obviously on eBay didn't know what this was, and I I picked it up. I actually also picked up the uh, the program from. <gasps> wow! Oh my gosh! That's the program to the game goalpost. Um, so anyway, uh, just just a couple uh, treats for you guys. Well, damn it! I wish I could come over and have lunch with you right now. <laughs> I actually, feel and touch those, but that is that is pretty damn cool, Ravel. Did you just like search around on eBay to find that? How That's did you crazy. locate? I, I have like two or three hundred searches, you know, and <laughs> and it just it just came up. You know, every day I probably spend like an hour on the searches, and because uh, listen. It, just like there's gambling arbitrage, memorabilia arbitrage is is amazing. I mean, if I just did memorabilia arbitrage all year, I'd make a couple million dollars. People, why don't you do that then? <laughs> Stop the gambling bullshit, Darren. <laughs> so, 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 let, I'll give you a great example. So, there was an auction that had uh, it was a 1961 uh, yearly membership. It's like a booklet to the Cavern Club in Liverpool. And uh, they failed to say that this would have gotten into Beatles concert number one. Oh, my. 
So I bought it for like four hundred eighty-three dollars. It's like a fifty thousand dollar piece all day long. Wow! You know, what? That's because they listed it wrong, right? They just they had too many items in their auction. They weren't thinking about it. And I was like, nineteen sixty-one Cavern Club. That the Beatles played their first like ten concerts there. Whoa! What'd yeah. you make of the Jordan jersey that just went for ten point one million? You know what? It's great for the industry. I'm happy, but it's way too high. When I say to you, when I say to you, game one of the 1998 NBA Finals, you don't say the shot, the move, the drive. You know, <laughs> there's literally not a single moment from there that even sports fans like us can remember. And so that's a problem. I mean, some of these things that Sotheby's came up with are great. I I actually went to Sotheby's to look at the Steve Prefontaine shoes, um, just to like give you an example of like the process behind this. And um, and I said, well, did you photo match them? And they said, well, it's hard because he wore spikes during during the race, and this is not mm. these are not spikes; these are Oregon waffles. Which, by the way, if you're a Nike collector, they're the most one of the most amazing shoes. But actually, then I went to Nike and said, do you have a picture of him wearing these shoes at any point? They said, we've never seen it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not bidding. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So do you do all these searches yourself or do you have guys doing searches for you? Because you like in I the betting space, one, it's- you think I trust anyone. No, I do it all myself. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so now... I mean, to give it a parallel with sports betting, we got a lot of people that sports bet and watch on here. You know, arbitrage is you're just getting a price like cheaper and then it's, you know, more expensive. What are, what are people missing? What are the baked in biases? You know, uh, I'll give you like an example just from a betting standpoint this week. Like if you look at the uh, the Texas game. You know, like you look at that and the first thing that people say is, oh, you know, they almost beat Alabama. That's the one thing every casual better is saying. They mm-hmm. they almost beat Alabama, blah, blah, blah. Okay, and then they go look. And listen, sometimes we're guilty. We're going to give you at the Action Network, we'll give you all the trends. We'll tell you that, you know, um, uh, uh, against, uh, you know, non-conference teams in Texas, last couple of years, they're 11-1 and one against the spread. They're 12-0 and 0 straight up, blah, blah, blah. But – they're on quarterback three, possibly quarterback four, right? So it's like you could do all these trends. And so it's all about when if to make the best. And by the way, if you lose, you also have to remember that doesn't mean it wasn't a it, it was a bad bet, right? So right. like the whole arbitrage thing is like, what what are people looking at and why doesn't it possibly make sense? What are the bookmakers looking at and potentially why does it not make sense? Um, I, I think, you know, the, what I try to do, especially because obviously the, the people at the action network who, who do all the stats and they're incredible and they do what the sharps do and everything else, you know, at what point do you, it's almost like the combine versus actual game film. At what point do you say, I don't care about all these trends. What's actually happening in the game? Who are some... Go ahead. Is someone on there? Like, uh, what's the other situation? Oh, Pitt this week. Pitt oh, against, boy. Pitt against Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. They're very possibly on their third QB. And yeah. people are like, oh, you know, Western Michigan, you know, okay, well, Western Michigan beat them last year with Kenny Pickett. And yeah. it's like, you know, 
and it's at Western Michigan. And then, but they're on their third. I don't think, I think with the advent of stats and paying more attention, I think sometimes we're guilty of overstatting and not saying what is the personnel out there in the moment. It's interesting. Uh, Darren, we started the show talking about last night and the debut of Amazon Prime's Thursday night football coverage. Chris Mad Dog Russo went off on his Sirius XM show yesterday, kind of talking like I the tell old you men. what, I tell you what. <laughs> that <laughs> was old, ridiculous. The old men in, in in the room yelling and screaming about having to stream a show. I think a lot of kids were like, okay, boomer, quiet down. But what, does he have a point in terms of like the owners do not care about what some fan base or a portion of their fan base being upset about the game last night being on prime only because of the money that's being paid to them? Well, but what about the gambling money? Uh, I was, I was on my, my phone was two plays faster than my computer. Right. And as you guys know, <laughs> I, all, yesterday I came in with no bet. I had no, I, I just didn't have any lean. And my strategy was that if, if but it, Darren, wait, you're, you're a content guy. You, how could you not have an opinion on a Thursday night football I, game? Darren? What the shit is going on here? No, 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 no. Hold on. Listen <laughs> to me. My strategy was clear before I got into the game. If it got over 55 and a half, uh, I was going to hit the under. Bam. And and if it got under 44, if it got to 44 and a half, I would have hit the open. Now, what I'm going to explain to people on live, because I do about 80% of my bets live, just because it's live, just because it's live, just like Twitter, just because you could tweet in two seconds doesn't mean you should. Just because <laughs> it's live does not mean you should make the decision live. You should make your decisions before the game. Ooh, you should write I like that. And you should know exactly when you're going to push the button. So that so I had the strategy going into the game. So when it went over 55, I got 56 and a half under. And then I felt and I felt a little bit good, Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit better that I even took 53 and a half, which could have gotten trouble and took the under there. Obviously, there's not enough of a a, a middle there, Uh, although I did did have something precedent setting happen with the what is the Oklahoma Kent State where I got the alive under of. 67 and a live under of 43 never got that spread before. I mean, you could have gotten 30 point middles in here, which is is incredible, but to actually then take the under again. Um, So, yeah, so, so, so that's, that's the way I was watching, but for a live better and as live becomes more uh, prevalent, like the NFL has to say, okay, well, we got the money from Amazon, but what about the all the money that we're taking from, uh, fans. Every book on planet Earth, right, right, and 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 the fact that I have to, if I'm a good better, try to watch the best sports radar data feed. I mean, I literally was watching on the Action Network because it was, you know, on the app because it was two plays ahead of my phone, which was two plays ahead of my computer. It can't happen. <laughs> So that's a problem. And then I called Amazon and they said, we don't see any problems. I go, well, I'm not streaming on an iPhone 4S. Right. <laughs> Although yeah. you have one of those too, because Probably. you have all that shit. <laughs> and all that other stuff. So I know you have an iPhone 4S somewhere, Darren. First, who'd you call at Amazon that they answered the phone during the game? Uh, no, it was, it was, it was Amy Pouchich, who's the head of sports PR. 
you probably have her number right there in your phone too. Two one six. Oh, sorry, I won't give her. Number. All right, don't give it up. Don't give it up. All right, listen, we got to tell the people a little bit. We got a lot of people to watch the show. Have gotten to know Matt and I. We, we talked to you at the Super Bowl, but you and I talked almost two year two years ago, and we oh. were going to do a podcast. All right, and it didn't go through for whatever reason. We had technical difficulties, and the next day I had a stroke. We celebrated my two year still alive yesterday on the show with no with no issue since then right with miracle so far so good only getting better with age like a fine wine and i still will not shut the fuck up which is great because if you took away my superpower of talking it would have been bad but you had one of the best texts to me after the stroke and i said can you come on the podcast? And you said it would have been a memorial podcast. I would have felt so guilty had you died. And I couldn't stop laughing. I got home from the hospital and got to my text. And I said, I love Darren Ravel. I don't like him. Can you tell, can you verify for the people that that is 100% true in what you that, said? That is 100% true. That is 100% true. I, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that would have been when we did have like 25, 30 minutes of technical difficulties. That might have what that's what, what might have caused the stroke itself. It's short circuit. It's short circuited, yeah. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> we, we had the Cash Considerations podcast. We had a producer named Reynolds and we set this all up. And Darren said, I have a 30 minute window that I can talk to you because you're writing columns, you're yeah. watching a game, it you're busy. busy. Yeah, yeah, it was a busy He's night. very busy. So, the kid sets it up, and now the internet crashes, Pete oh. like everything happens. And I said, Darren, wait, stay here, patiently stay here. He says, oh, no problem, Dave, sure. Then it's 15 minutes in. Hold on, are we coming back? Yes, no, I don't know. And we sat there and talked just casually for 15 minutes, and then it became apparent that it wasn't going to work, and we had to let Darren go. And then we never got to talk again, and I woke up and had a stroke. So – that's where that was then, but that was pretty funny, Darren. It was one Very of it, it, I, I still get the, the the kick out of the tweets, but yeah, that was two years ago. All right, so tell the people what you're doing in addition to all the memorabilia, all the sports betting stuff with Action Network. What is this company with this uh, liquor and all this other stuff? Where, where, what are you should, doing I, with that? I should probably go run and get, run and get one. Um, uh, it's kickstand cocktails. I mean, I didn't, I, I've invested in a lot of food and beverage um, and uh, actually had a ton of success with this athletic brewing, which is a non-alcoholic beer, believe it or not. And, you know, oh. people said that's another arbitrage situation, right? People go, who the hell would want a non-alcoholic beer? Great right? question. And, it, and, 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 and I don't like the taste of beer enough to have a watered version yeah, of beer. One. Okay. I'm not an alcoholic. Number two. All right. So all that all that goes, right? And you said mm-hmm. that those are the top two. But then I look around and I'm like, wait a second. How how is 8% of the beer business in Ireland non-alcoholic? Wow. And it's point it's point two percent here. Eight percent in wow. Ireland, 10% in Germany. So they like the taste of beer so much. Where does that not make sense? And the answer is. They have 50 to 100 craft non-alcoholic beers, not, wow. like, our, not like our garbage O'Doul's. So the answer right. is 
Not many people are, are trying to get home every single time they're drinking. And they would drink two regular beers and two non-alcoholic beers because they're watching games. They don't need a four, five, six beers. So the answer is it's not a single cons- – it's not a consumer who's saying I'm only drinking non-alcoholic. That's where you went all in your head, Dave, right? You're like, I'm not interested. But then if I tell you, okay, let's say you're at a bar for a long time and you really don't feel like feeling like crap and you don't want to get drunk. If this beer tasted really good, maybe some of their beers are better than than some of the beers you drink. Would wow. You and the answer is yes. It's really so this, interesting, especially yeah, here so in Vegas, comes, right? I mean, if, if, if you're out drinking all night, you don't want to drive yeah. home. DUIs right. are a huge issue. Wow. So this, this company, Athletic Brewing, that we invested in, is going to do something like $100 million in sales this year. Because, wow. Yeah, they're, they're crushing it. Anyway. So I didn't, I plan to just invest, never be an entrepreneur, never be a CEO myself. And I was like, why can you only get like, a, I love spicy stuff. I love jalapeno. I love, I'm like the tahine rim around these drinks. I'm like, why can you only get a spicy margarita or a Bloody Mary? Why can't you get other drinks that have spice in it? And I looked around and out of the gazillion can cocktails, there was nothing. So uh, kickstand cocktails, we have uh charred pineapple poblano mm-hmm. uh we we have torched peach chipotle and you see on the back and it tells you how hot it's going to be so our chat just dropping a couple guys are dropping my brother loves that beer i like that beer i've had that oh, beer. so just really? okay. mentioning it like people yeah. know it never would have approached it like that but see yeah. that's the beauty of arbitrage and thinking right. outside the box exactly you, you kind of have always people. done that yeah, most people, Dave, they give up. They give right. up. They have a they have a preconceived notion, and they say, "No, nah, I would never try that." Right, mm-hmm. and they don't do the extra work. And if you, you know, I wouldn't be a sports business reporter if I gave up and said it because there people be like, "No, nah, people don't want a sports business reporter. They 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 try to not have business in in sports. They want to keep the business away." You know, and wow. and 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 lo- you know at. I think, luckily, if you look at the the book Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, there's a chapter that says that you know Steve Jobs and Bill Gates were born in the same year, 1958, which meant that by the time they got to college, and they both dropped out, but by the time they both got to college, their first year, the computer, that was the first year computers, 18 years after 1958, right? So- you know, that was 76 there. And I saw you trying to do the math. It's 1976. 1976, right? That's when, but see, but that's not right. It wasn't 1976. That's why it was 19. They weren't born in 1958 then. That's, that's why I was like, always got a fact. It was a couple, it was a couple years before that. Uh, And they got to twink, they got, they got to, to, to tweak computers and try them. These large computers and it had to do with when they're born. I just happened to be born in 1978. By the time I get out of college, it's 2000. And it's like people are finally saying, wait a second. If we don't know the business, if we don't know salary cap, if we don't know base year compensation, we're just the idiot on the radio who proposes things that can't happen. If I don't know my owner's capacity to spend, what am I? what does my owner do? What is he? And so- so that enabled me to say to ESPN, it's like, no, 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 it's no longer acceptable for you not to have someone who covers the business of sports. Mm. It was at the perfect time. So, but, but, uh, but everyone, a lot of people dismiss me saying, 
we don't like business in sports. It's why we have sports, but it's not true. Wow. <laughs> sports is business. It's the, whole, it's the whole point a, of doing sports. That's a good question. And then I say to ESPN, I go, oh, yeah? Why in 1993 did you guys decide on SportsCenter to, to announce how much someone made? Right? Like 1992, it's like Ricky Henderson signed with the A's. 1993, it's like Jose Canseco signed with the A's. It's a five-year deal worth $35 million. Like literally it happened that way. So wow. like mm. at some point you realize that people wanted to know the money. And what's interesting about fans is fans act as if they're the ones spending the money. Oh, That's we gave us too much. Right. So that use that we almost like a fun part of it as well. So I'm going to ask you a question um, that you can think about and give me the answer off here if you want. But so you went to them and said, you got to cover the business of sports and I'm the guy to do it. Sports betting is now prevalent on everything and on ESPN. Shouldn't they have a guy that worked in a book talk about the betting a little bit too? Wouldn't that kind of work? But that's a whole nother question for a whole nother topic. Yeah, I mean, I obviously left ESPN because they didn't have the commitment. They have David Purdom, who's amazing and great. Yes. Uh, and But then we had the chalk section. I was writing for it, and they didn't really – then they got rid of that section. But they wanted right. to call it chalk because they didn't want to call it betting. Now they say, you know, now they say they might do an app or that they want to take the ESPN name and charge someone $30 million a year to license it out. Okay, well, guess what? Any, anyone who's been in betting knows that that you need to, especially online betting apps, you just have to have the right interface. No one's going to, no one's going to, it is true that fans don't necessarily follow the best lines, especially the casual people, right. but they do follow who they know. They're in DraftKings and FanDuel because of fantasy. And they do follow it because the interface is nice. You know, right. got, got to give it to MGM for, for coming along over the last couple of years with like making right. it, going from the worst interface where I actually, couldn't even bet to one of the best. So that's right. what it's about. It's not about this stuff. But yeah, you know, ESPN's always been been waffling and yeah. uh, it's kind of frustrating. I got a, I got another question I got to ask you while we got you here. Um, a lot of people think they know, and I always say nobody knows shit. And I mean that genuinely on both sides of the counter media, all this other stuff. I mean, it's fine. How do you handle being like the villain? the public enemy number one in vitriol, do you actually read your DMs and what the people shit say about you? Because they're on you like white on rice, flies on shit. How do you how do you just wake up and look at this stuff every day? I wake up every morning and I'm ready to battle. I mean, I, I think over time, but it's interesting because my wife says that I have a talent for doing it because I somehow woke up with some part of my brain that doesn't care really what people say. Amen. I don't know what it is, but as a kid, as a, as a kid, I just, I don't know. Like I, I went to a crazy, crazy sports camp where you had to be amazing in sports and I sucked. And somehow I just cared that I was on the best fields and playing with the best guys. I actually didn't care that I was no good. I just was happy that I was in the game. And so I think I came in with a with with a harder head. Now, I do I think over time after you get bashed and bashed and bashed, you have to start with a perspective of you make money and you are relevant relative to how people feel about you. And passion is not just positive. Passion is positive and negative. So if people hate me as much as they like me, 
I'm in good shape. If I'm a prom- if I'm a prompter reader at ESPN and oh. they don't know any, you know, and they're just like oh. right in the middle, that's the worst place to be. If people don't care about you, your job is on the line. So my job's not on the line. I mean, people hate me, people love me. Now, it does cross the line probably once or twice a day where people go after my family or my wife or my kids. No fun. Uh, and then the and then the question becomes, you know, what do I do with it? And normally it depends, you know, some there's been some security situations. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and it does get ugly. Uh so it it sometimes goes beyond the keyboard warrior thing and then uh, it gets to be a a little sucks. bit so I'm a, I'm a human like everyone else there. I can, I can put up with you. And then once you're like getting to the stalking and want to do something to me, then we're in a different ballgame. Right. And that's happened? Yes. Oh, that sucks. People are crazy. Yeah, they are. Unfortunately, especially the internet, in the internet day age. I, I'll end with this. Do you think, would you ever consider a Shark Tank version for sports? Because you would be the guy. You would be the Mark Cuban for the sh- for, for like Shark for Tank. Sport, for sports ideas. Like ideas, ideas memorabilia, ideas. Yeah. like some oh. type of sports investment type of program. I, I don't know. Like I, I, perfect I, 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 I always thought my show was uh, like a trash or treasure show where oh. it's like a husband or wife or two two people live in the same place. And you have to sign it over like you have to sign over like Judge Wapner or Judge Judy. I am the arbiter and I make the decision. You bring an item before me and I say whether it's trash or treasure. And if I say it's trash, there will be someone to see that it gets thrown out. If it's treasure, <laughs> if it's treasure you get to keep it. And I, have the, and I have the option to buy it. So like, I always think that that's kind of like the, the would be the cool show to do. That's not bad. Is Northwestern trash or treasure your, your season win Northwestern total? Well, I'll tell you this. Northwestern is always a great opportunity. You guys know I, I, uh, I, 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 I won a big one a couple years ago, and I'll tell you what's so funny. Go to your book and look. Uh-oh. What happened? Where did he, did he go? Freeze? He's gone. Oh, I oh there he is. Okay. There he is. There he is. All right. Go, go, to your, go to your book yep. and look at where Northwestern is uh, in terms of to win the Big Ten. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So they 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 should have beaten Duke. Um, but when you look at it, they are they're a pretty good team. Nebraska's not good, obviously. But they oh boy, now you've uh, done it. We have a huge listenership in Nebraska, but aside, go ahead, sir. Aside, no, does anyone in Nebraska think they're good? Apparently so. No, I don't so. <laughs> uh any 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 anyway, uh so Aaron, I don't know if you've heard, but Nebraska's live this week to beat Oklahoma at home. A lot of people were on, but go ahead, sir. I actually do. The, the fact that, that MGM showed me that the largest public side was Oklahoma minus 11. I kind of, okay. kind of believe that <laughs> Nebraska might win straight up. Uh, but anyway, so if you look at Western is 500 to one to win the big 10 right now at FanDuel. I just clicked correct. refresh. Correct. Now look at where Nebraska is. Nebraska is a hundred to one. How is that possible? Okay, now look at where Iowa is. What? Well, now you're 50. picking on everybody that listens to our show. They're fifty to one. <laughs> How is Iowa fifty to one? <laughs> Northwestern. If you've watched these games, Northwestern is ten times worse 
than Iowa. No, it's the it's that no one bets Northwestern, so it's not reminding you. So every week I throw a little bit on. They can <laughs> they are not going to beat Ohio State. Okay, I don't know. Okay, but could they beat Wisconsin? What's Wisconsin, by the way? Oh, you don't even want to know this. No, they're twelve to. There's like they're like fifteen. They're, to 20 to they're one. fourteen to one. How are they fourteen to one? They can't score either. <laughs> it's bullshit. So, again, 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 I go down the list, and it's like, what doesn't make sense? And you know what? I'm fine with it not making sense. Every week, I'll throw a little bit more on it. That's fine. You just got to get to the Big Ten championship oh, game and then hammer those eyes. How, yep. How about this though? How about this will? Their 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 win total, their win total is three and a half. Okay. Oh my. And they already have one. They have one. <laughs> they have one already. Southern Illinois, Miami, Ohio are their next two. Oh. Okay. Oh. Can they upset somebody? You might else be live. I know you have an over ticket, right? I do have an over ticket. Yes, <laughs> Darren, thank you, man. This thank was a ton of fun. We really it. appreciate your time, Tim. Let's do it again soon, right? Thank you, sir. That's Darren Rovell at Darren Rovell on Twitter to go and follow him. Joy to have him on the show. That was a lot of fun to, to talk to him about a variety of topics here on the Bostonian versus the book. Well, let's go right to that Oklahoma line. Oklahoma minus 10 and a half against Nebraska. He just said bet MGM's the most heavy. I mean, I'm I'm serious. I, I don't think I'm gonna bet Nebraska, but I think we almost it's a GPP. I think it's just a general principle play to take Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Now at this shit number. Yeah. Well, I mean, over 10, over 10. I'm good with it. I mean, I, as I said, nine and a half, I would bet Oklahoma, but 10 and a half plus 10 and a half. Yeah. I think, I think Nebraska is the side. Oh dear Lord. This number is not that bad, by the way, this number was, it opened up at 12. I mean, this isn't, it's not horrible. It's not, as good as 12, but this hell is 13 and a half. Well, I that's a better like number. Yeah, the boat. But maybe. Yeah. But I mean, between 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half, 12, 12 and a half. I don't care. Oh, like this number doesn't. was 15 at circa. Yeah. Way back in the summer. No, nine, 11. Oh, wow. Nine, 11. No, that's a much better number. Yeah. They, they but I mean, over 10, I think it's, I think it's, I think Nebraska over may 10. have been a bad number. I mean, that's possible. That doesn't mean it was the right number. Right. That was Metcalf and the boys putting out a number to see where they had to go to get the money. And they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I feel bad like taking 10 and a half and we could have had 14. Or just wait for the game. Hopefully Oklahoma gets the ball first. They score a touchdown. And you got Nebraska plus 16. If it closes 11, Nebraska scores a touchdown. Is up. No, Oklahoma, to Oklahoma, Oklahoma scores a touchdown. If Oklahoma – yeah, so if Nebraska – if it closes 11, Oklahoma scores an opening touchdown to go up 7 nothing. The line will go – you have to teeter on 17. You go either 16-and-a-half or 17-and-a-half. Yeah. That's the first so move. So you get so, a better number than even the opener. Correct. So that's yeah. the play. That's the hope. I mean, do I mean, you they, think that Nebraska can win this game? Yes. Well, then you should take that in it. I don't like I haven't liked Oklahoma the whole year. I didn't like him pretty. I, know. I, I mean, I, I didn't know. like him in the summer. We talked about it. I, I wasn't a fan. Of, I think Oklahoma's overrated. Why I made the bet with with Sonny and I lost. I gave him fifty bucks on that because I thought Oklahoma would be outside the top ten. They were nine. Thought they were way overrated then, and they're overrated now. You have been against Oklahoma because we made that bet 
Yep. That they would be in the top 10, or you made that bet with them. That they would not be in the top 10. I thought, I thought the writers and the coaches would be, be smart enough to go. And that um, new coaching staff, lodging faces, Sonny. Sonny. I was on Sonny's side. I you said were. that was going to be. They and were going to be. The they were nine in both yeah. polls. But I'm not, I'm not high in Oklahoma. And I think Nebraska is going to come out with a lot of fire. And I think they're going to play their guts out. I mean, this is a rivalry game in Lincoln at Memorial Stadium. Game of the century all week long. Johnny Rogers, he put him in the aisle over and over again all week long. And they removed the guy that was causing a lot of pain. <laughs> Trent Junk <laughs> just came in. We're going to do Roll Call Friday for our number two of our show right now. Yes. Trent Junk gets the first shot up because he came into the chat and said, my general principle is to not bet on Nebraska. <laughs> It's fine. And I, and, and I'll give you that. That's a fair point that don't bet on Nebraska, but I think betting this in game, I'm not going to make a pregame bet on it. Cause I can't figure out this game. There's two games I can't figure out. And this is one of them, but I am, I mean, I, I think this is, I mean, Penn state Auburn is the other in Nebraska. Oh, Hold on. We'll get Oklahoma. to that in a second. Yeah. Start, I'm having a tough time with this one. I'm struggling week. the hell out of it. So I, I think it's, it's an in-game play. <sighs> Notre Dame is laying 11 and a half against Cal. Are you serious? I got people telling me that this is this is a must. You have to fire on Cal. That oh, that, uh, that who are these people? Marcus Freeman is absolutely over his head. I mean, talk about people, like my friends who are like calling games. My, my friends who are like in the broadcasting world who have seen the Irish oh, up close. Some of the worst opinions ever. The guys closest to it. You All right, that. but they've wa- they, they've watched the Irish practice. They've watched them play games. Yeah, and I got I buddies of mine. I got buddies of mine are going like Cal is live to win the game outright. And I'm like, Cal? They're like, yeah, <laughs> Cal. That's how bad the Irish are. Uh, Steve Marcus Mack Freeman's 0 and 3. Says fading Nebraska in all aspects. Sonic, welcome as always. Ugh, GPP is probably right. Just don't want to back Nebraska. We'll keep getting these dropping these names in here in a second. But is it one of those things where you go, do you want to back Cal in that situation? In game. Oh, so you can see it first. I got to watch Cal play. I got to watch you how to see it first, is. right? Yeah, I, I got to see it. I can't lay it pre, but in in game, if this is like a three nothing game after the first quarter, uh, yep. Let me see what the what the line's going to be, and Cal I mean, could be very live. If you watch, um, go back and watch Marshall play Notre Dame. It was pretty evident pretty early that Marshall could win that football game. <laughs> right? Move the ball. They moved the ball at will. I mean, there was no I, resistance. I that's I mean, and I didn't watch that exclusively. I just had mm-hmm. it on the screen while I was watching some other stuff, but I kept looking up. I'm like, when is Notre Dame gonna like put something right. on them here a little Look bit? Look like Notre they Dame never <laughs> did. Uh-uh. So I think um I think the same situation could be could be in this uh in this spot here. Joel, Joel Freeman. There. Northwestern still sucks. Boy, oh boy. Yes. People just but if Freeman loses this game, he starts Freeman's 0 and 4. Fine. Freeman's Dude. fine. This what? is the Irish. This is the Irish. Uh-uh. You start 0 and 4 at Notre Dame, 0 and 3 on the year, and you lose back-to-back weeks to Cal and Marshall, you hey, may not survive. This is this was coming for Notre Dame for years. That's why right? 
But why? The, the levels. Family boy. Family said, I'm taking my family and going to LSU. <laughs> I saw it. He saw it coming. He goes, yep, fuck that. I'm not sitting around for this. Bye, guys. I'm going to I'm, LSU. I'm going where they pay. Yep. They pay the players. They yep. don't care about the grades. Yep. They ain't got to listen to the Newt Rockley speech and all that bullshit. Yep. I ain't staying. He's a gone. Bye. I'm going to take an even, LSU game. You know, Brian, Kelly, he, Brian Kelly jumped at the right time. I mean, it's clear because the cupboard is not full at Notre Dame. My man found religion and a Southern draw. <laughs> Family. And Three Cajun syllables food. he put in that word. <laughs> Son of a man. Um, Penn State minus three and a half at Auburn. Are you backing your boys or what? You're going to do this no, or what? I don't like this game. I don't like this game at all. I don't like it. I do not like it for Penn steam, State. Steam, steam, steam. All Nittany Lions. Betting like the game's already been played. I don't like it. I don't like it. I hope I'm dead wrong, but I don't like it. I, don't, I, don't I can't bet this Auburn. pregame. This, this is the, the Nebraska. I don't even know. How I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to be. I'm Penn be State, Auburn are going time. to be. These are two games I'm watching ready with books open, apps open, ready to fire pre fire in game. Because I can't make up an opinion pregame because I need to see how Clifford handles the atmosphere. And can Auburn pressure Sean Clifford? That's what I want to see. Because Clifford with time can hurt people. He can find receivers open. He can find open guys. If you pressure him, though, oh boy, his first inclination is to tuck and run. Yeah, but what if Penn State's able to run the ball successfully? That too. Absolutely. And that I want, that's what I want to watch. I want to see how Penn State's offense moves on Auburn's defense. Because I don't think Auburn's going to have much success scoring against, against Penn State. No. Yeah, Auburn's okay. I mean, Auburn, I, I'm not in love. I, they're going to run the ball too. I mean, I want to see how, you know, this could be an underplay in game for me, depending on how the first couple of series go. I just can't back this as of yet. My first lean, if I had a gun to my head, I'd take the three and a half points and take Auburn at home. I don't know. I mean, Fandle got to be only three and a half because this thing's painted three mm-hmm. everywhere. It's two and a half at Circa, son. Hello. Two and a half. Be first. Be so first, take, young man. Yeah. So they've taken Be it first, off the son. Three. Okay. So what Circa's moved mean? it. I mean, that's the it's the it's the pro. I think it's gonna be the pro side. It's the SEC team at home. I mean, against James how many Franklin. times you get an SEC team plus the points as a home dog? And that's catnip to Shit. the pros. It's catnip to the pro gamblers. They're looking at that. They're going like, "How often am I going to get this?" It's extremely rare. I got. I'm getting points. I know you're saying all the right things. I don't want to hear it. I, don't, <laughs> I know what you're saying. I know this is glad. This is, I'm so glad I don't have to go to work in a book because I'd have to sit there and watch all these people just keep Bet. betting Penn State <laughs> and sit in a book and know that the rhombuses and the parallelograms are all on the Auburn Tigers. How would you feel about an, a Nebraska Auburn teaser? It's college football teaser. How do you think I know? I, feel? I know it's bad. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm going to say I'm doing it. I'm just throwing it out there as a conversation piece. So you cross 14. So you get over a key number with Nebraska and, and Oklahoma. Okay. And you cross seven with Auburn and you get a nine and a half home dog or a nine home dog. Shit. It sounds too good. For sounds Auburn. great. It sounds great. 
I did, you know, I feel about the college teasers. I know. No, no, no. College teasers are, are a losing proposition. I'm just, just saying. Yeah, I mean, like, you could parlay them. It's two games I don't know about, two games I don't really have a great read on. I'm just saying, okay, if you want to have action in both these games, college teasers tend to pay even money. So you don't pay the heavy juice like you do in the in the NFL. Right. So – you know, it's you can a lot of people watching this show live right now. I'm going to rattle them off. Stay patient. Look at the next topic. Roginator, Adam McQuaid, Mikey, awesome as always. Stevie Mac, director of security, capital M, capital K. He's just lifting up weights every day. It's, I, his numbers, I want to bet him over every day. Keep pushing, brother. PB, as always, Trent Junk. I already said your name. Biggie J, 27. Bonvi was first in the chat, first to report for duty on for, um, Roll Call Friday for the BVB Brigade. Um, Pierre Chevalier talking about Fade, Joel Onler, Akbar, my guys. He's here every day, especially on Friday. Let's go up to the top. Sonic definition today. I don't know what word yet we used, but keep an eye out for him because he's our uh, fact checker as well as SoCal DGen is our director of research, dropping nuggets all the time, both here and in the chat, betprep.com slash chat. Oh, Biggie J27, did I already say that? Uh, Chef Benny, my goodness, Chef Benny's looking good, tweeting pictures of him in a hat, a suit mm. a week or two ago in the lid, and now he's here. He's listening to cash considerations as well. I saw him in that chat. He's doing some other stuff there. Um, Wow, I can't keep track. Javi Cash, uh, J Dow Betts, as always. Mrs. J Dow Betts listens to the show. Ooh. We got the wife. It's not the wife, it's the life. But she, Mrs. J Dow Betts is in the house with us every day. A Ravens fan. We're going to talk about the Ravens and the Dolphins. But also enjoying the show. We like the female audience. Shelly's mm. in there. Shelly's keeping an eye on us. We're keeping an eye on her, too. And listen, LaMarca, Limbach, nobody's coming at you and picking apart your bets. We're talking about them, trying to get people to go read them. Go to the props.com site. Subscribe to what's that thing called, P-Roll? The Beat. The Beat. Subscribe to The Beat. Help us out. We'll help Newsletter. you out with information. You well, guys, today is like if you like college football betting, the beat today has like 15 oh, plays in it. Shit, the beat. Yeah, I cool. opened it up this morning. I was like, oh, too much information. Yeah, Hold on, a lot I'm not of, ready to commit. There's a lot, there's a lot of bets in there. It's one of them ones you the dive in, and you gotta like you gotta yeah. be ready for what's there. <laughs> Big Nelly Buckets is here as well. Um, you know, he's he's Neil Mandalia. Gorov's here. Oh, I need I his address too. Jack. Neil- DM me. I need Neil's address. DM me because we we got to get Neil's hat taken care of. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I got he, it. Neil's he coming here. Ne- oh, Neil's coming perfect. Here. Neil's coming oh, here. All right, we'll do it in person then. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll make it pay for it in person. Even yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Clark is here. I, 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 boys, keep coming. Keep put a comment in it in the thing. Hit the like button. Put a comment. We got about another thirty to forty minutes left of this show. We'll get your name read on the air. Thanks for joining us. Join us every day, but especially for Roll Call Friday. Thank you very much. UNLV is favored against North Texas. Say that again. I saw that on the rundown. I checked the line. UNLV is favored in a college football game. Don't make no sense, man. I've been teaching at UNLV for three years. This is the first time I can (laughs) ever remember UNLV 
laying points. And I mean, like, even like in like FCS type games, I mean, they were a big favorite this week this, against Idaho state. They were a big favorite in game number yeah. one. So this, this yes. is the second time this year, but yes. against an actual FBS team, they're favored to win this game against North Texas. They are at home. They are. They're going to win this game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I got my students. All, it's so funny. Cause so many of my, this is always happens every, every year. Oh, no. So they start asking you who you like. Hundred <laughs> percent. They start coming in and and they start and they argue with me because they're like, um, one of my students is a guy who works with the sport in sports radio and he was like he's like asked me are you going to bet UNLV at Cal and I was like I don't know I'm nervous about Cal running the ball and you know UNLV not scoring he's like man plus thirteen take that plus thirteen I'm telling you take the plus thirteen and I was like yeah and so I ignored him. First thing for, comes in Monday. Told you, professor. Told you plus thirteen. Told you take you. <laughs> So you want to come on the show next? This is what happens, right? <laughs> Have them on the show. That's fine. I was laughing. I was like, no, good bet, man. I was like, I was like, I didn't play it. I was like, I, I stayed away. I was like, you know, sometimes the best bets you make are the ones you don't make. So I, you know, I didn't we have either side on it. So, you know, good call out of you. So now he's like, North Texas, man, they're going to kill him. It's like UNLV. They're going to roll up like this kid, this quarterback they've got playing. They're going to they're gonna put up big numbers. It's like bet the over, bet North Texas. Really? Yep, that's what that's what his line was. Bet the over, bet North Texas. So if what's you want his, action on that game, first day. What's his kid's first thing? I mean, we're gonna leave uh, my, my. I cannot talk about my students till after they're not my students anymore. Fair. So okay. We'll, so we'll, when we'll, when uh, they're my students after, like Eric used to be my Eric E is my former student. We talk about that's, E. When I like okay. My current, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Current students, I'm not allowed to talk about them. That's fine. But, okay. But well, hopefully he's listening uh, to the show, watching the show. Yeah. Yep. They all do. We'll <laughs> give him a shout out. We'll give him a first initial shout out uh, if go. he gets this one right. But I. I Looking at it, I would take North Texas, but I don't know a damn thing. I honestly, right. I don't have a feel for this. This number two and a half. I said it to, to Arizari this morning uh, on the Better Sports Network. When the book has us pick one or two, mm-hmm. it's essentially telling you we don't know shit either. Like yeah. it's not. It's it's a. It it means it could go either way. You betters tell us where we'll move it. Yeah. And then we'll live with the results. Nobody's shading anything. Nobody's laying a trap line. Nobody's don't. You put up a number and take bets. The funny thing is, this hasn't really moved. <laughs> so it's it was three. The, it's come down actually. It was three. It's it, actually it, moved. It's moved toward North three. Texas. Exactly. Yeah. You put up a three, and if they take it, you get off of the three. Yeah. It's early in the week, and that's exactly what happened. And now it's sitting at two and a half. What time's that game, Pierre? Afternoon, I think. Noon our time. Yeah. That, yeah, oh. it's up against it's up against a bunch of other good games. That's why I, I was going to go. I was I was just going to say, like, should we shoot down there and maybe watch a first half or, or something? I would go for it, but it's not available. It's oh yeah, <laughs> you can throw a baseball. <laughs> you play catch in the stands. You're not going to hit. Can anybody. we bring our gloves in a ball? Yeah. Maybe we should. You could get E to come and video us playing yeah. catch in a in stadium. The concourse. Yeah, people would. Yeah, it's it, the stadium's so nice though. It's uh, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, all right. Speaking of not moving numbers, UNLV that number did move a little bit. Iowa laying 23 and a half against Nevada hasn't moved. <laughs> this is weird, why, right? Why would it? Well, you figure that people would take the dog or people would lay Iowa. It would go First, one way or the other. It's Iowa. The total's Nevada. 39 and a half. This game is one of how many games on Saturday? Yeah. Not many good games on Saturday. Ain't nobody looking at Nevada <laughs> and Iowa. I know you people like the show. I know a lot of you Iowans may not like Matt. You may like him. I don't know. <laughs> but 
But there's a guy even named John in Iowa. I'm not sure if he likes either one of us, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know. And yeah. John, you know who you are, John in Iowa. Yes. But <laughs> 23 and a half in a game that's 39 or 39 and a half for the total. It's, it's moving right now. I These people wow. are listening to the show, P-Roll. My screen just lit up. Up or down? 23. Down. Okay. It's a math problem. How it is. in the hell can you be getting in points? By the way, Shelly just reported for duty. She's a little bit huh. late, she That's said, right. in the chat. But her and Mrs. J. Dow need to chat. Go Ravens with some Ooh. purple hearts. Wow. Shelly, yeah, she, she, she put the newsletter today is was phenomenal. Shelly crushed the newsletter today. It's what I looked at. I was like, really? holy crap. I was like, there's a lot of really good stuff in here. So you can really, wow. really good bets and plays and stuff. Yeah, it's it, it's the, the beat is, is Shelly does the beat for us. Eron Sean, Eron Sean, what a cool name. Jim Montgomery, three amigos, NJ. Yeah, he's always here. Yep. Is he Jordan Gorov playing mm. the trumpet? He's our trumpet guy. He's here as always. Um, do you like a side in this ridiculous game? If I had to take, I would take the dog. Have I, think to. Nevada, I think Nevada sticks around because Iowa's offense is so pathetic that I can't. But I think they do have a chance to road grade them and just run the ball down their throat and coin scored. that phrase. Road grade them. Yeah. Just so when I hear another content provider say this team got road grade, I can say you got that off of P-roll, please. So that's, I I do think that that's what Iowa's whole game plan is going to be is don't ask Spencer Petras to do very much and just run the ball (laughs) right down Nevada's throat. And it could be 28, nothing over and over. Yeah. That's it. Just get out of the, 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 this is just, there's so much say and remember the Titans. It's like a, it's like Novocaine. Just a slow, whatever, and no mm. feeling. Just run the ball. Just run yeah. the ball. Run they the have ball. to. They, they they have, there's zero options. I so mean, is a better play under? That's the play everyone's making that I'm seeing. They're playing under. Yeah. What a greasy, gross under, though. Whew. Now, listen, this game is not on a lot of people's radar. We're doing a show on Friday. We've been talking about this show all week. Me and Bihal talked about it on 8 in the Box on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If I see content providers start blowing this up today or tomorrow, it's coming. Yeah, talking it's coming. about the total. Can somebody just say fucking thank you <laughs> for just letting you know that the game's even being played? Sorry. It's fair. I, it's, I had to it's, just, I had to it's just fair. I'm good. I'm, I get right, up on Fridays. I'm so let's... excited that, I mean, Ravel was great. He was awesome. And now, you know, we got all these games. We got all this stuff. Go ahead. Continue. So let's hold go on, to the NFL. On. Before we go to the what? NFL, R- Ravel got me inspired to uh, show off a couple memorabilia things. Check it out. Oh, I got a got? Clyde Drexter card. Yeah. All right. Who Pat- wants that? Patrick Ewing rookie. <laughs> oh, Patrick Ewing rookie. The Fleer. Okay. The Fleer. Yeah. The Fleer 86, and, uh, 87. Dustin Johnson signed golf ball. Oh, there you go. DJ, there live. You go. <laughs> all for extraordinary. Thank you, sir. You know, I, I I don't have much for for, for for signed stuff. Montana, I got a lot of shit, but you know, you do. My, I know. my dad told me years ago, you don't have to show everybody your guts. That's what is one of his sayings. And that's my that's my. I don't need to advertise a lot of it or put it out there. You know, plus my great yeah, my grandfather got a lot more space. I got I got my shit. When the time my comes, my grandfather the same shit. way. 
but to put your smallest bill on the end of the billfold. Outside, always. Outside. Don't show them you got shit. Nobody knows what's inside. That's right. I love it. Don't show them you got shit, Manny. Don't show them you got shit. Attaboy, Grandpa. I love Grandpa Joe. All right. Uh, You got Tampa. It's two and a half on the road at New Orleans. Why? Saints money lines the play, is it not? Listen, if you bet Tampa and they lose, it's on you. Brady hasn't won there yet. He's 0-2, straight up. There's something. They got something on them. They, they, I mean, they've been... Tampa lost 9 nothing at home last year. Do you remember that game, that primetime yeah. game? Yeah. Man, oh, man. Like, I don't feel confident if I got Tampa. I could tell you that. I'd only play the Saints. But... But but when you do that, do you feel like you're on the public dog side when you do that? This is one of those games. I know. A I, nervous. Everybody's saying it. I don't know. I don't really like. I occasionally look at that stuff, but like, I'm experienced enough now that I don't think it matters. Like I don't. I just I just bet what I think. Like I don't, I I, I don't. All. I. I don't I want to be on the right side because the game's gonna go that way. Right. Versus whether or not the public is following or the pros are on it and blah, blah, blah. Like right. last night, the last night the under Thursday night football unders. I mean, I middled it. I, I bet over 44 and a half. Mm. We were on we were on the Discord channel watching, and as I referenced you, and I said, remember what Dave was talking about? That we're all under we're all we all have tickets on under 54. When we see 44, hammer the over, 10 point middle. Hammer Perfect. Up. And so it got to 43 and a half and then bam, bam. I, w- I, I missed 43 and a half. I got 44 and a half and bet over. So Perfect. I meddled it at 51. I meddled it. I, I got both bets right. I was, that's actually, I saw 41 and a half. Damn. When I was on with Marenzi and camp and I was like, guys, this is the buy point. If you're going to try for the middle, yeah. Sometimes you can just leave a good ticket go and just live with right. the results. But I, you know, Marenzi kept saying, well, I was concerned. He was, I mean, you, you knew it was, you saw it in the fourth quarter of like the dam was starting to break a little bit in mm-hmm. the offense. I mean, that pick six, that 99 yard pick six, I was like, oh, that may have just killed the under. It's like, that's, it's so hard to cash an under ticket with a pick six. Especially yeah. a 99 yarder, but in my brain, I was like, well, they almost scored a touchdown there anyway. So from a total perspective, it flipped who's going to win the game, but it doesn't flip the total because that was going to be a touchdown anyway. So who scored it didn't matter to me. Seven points were on the board. We're still okay. We're still right. potentially going to get to 54 and a half or 54 and beyond. Right. Yeah, and it did. And we, and we got under it. So That's, it okay. That I, I hit them. I hit them both. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I, I don't care. I think Saints, I think Saints money line is the play, regardless of the public or you know whoever whatever side people want to say that, that they want to be on. Pats, Steelers. Yep, we going to three. Anybody going to touch that magical number? I don't think so. I mean, you know, I, I use that term like uh, you know setting up the bat signal. Mm-hmm. Somebody might, but. It'd be quick. Uh, it's it's literally back to being painted too everywhere, yeah. worldwide, locally, across the board. I didn't check Fandle's line before I hit refresh there, but they might be the only ones. I think it's coming back. I think pick. it's coming back. Well, it's going to be one. 
it might go to one Patriots. And if that more money comes, then they'll they'll flip it. But at this point, you don't want to flip it. You're in the book, you don't want to give them a shot at getting plus money on both sides. Yeah. This is one of them things that like you got to dig your heels in the sand and say, I know what they're doing. They're trying to push me back. I'm gonna, I'm not doing it, man. I'm not doing it. Every book on planet Earth, even the ones on Mars, are gonna need the Steelers. I mean, it's just it's one of those things. Yet, yet, I think you're drawing some two-way action as mm-hmm. the narrative gets closer to Sunday. I think you're gonna get the Pittsburgh money. Um, I'm waiting for it. I'm a, I, I want to get back to pick. And Drive it we'll, back Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. You think it could fall too? Wouldn't that be something? If I just don't want, yeah, I don't want to play around with it. I mean, I just, I, I, I want to bet money line, so I haven't bet it because it was one and a half. By the time I got to it, it was one and a half, and I was like, yeah. all right, maybe we'll go back down to pick. It went up to two and a half, and I was like, oh, all right, don't like that. Now it's down to two. Let's see if it goes to one and a half, one, you know, and then basically betting it as a money line. Could this be one of them like 17, 16 games? A hundred falls one. This is going to be amazing. I think the best bet is the the best bet's the under in the game. Uh, How low is that going to go? It's 40 and a half. Yeah. The best bet's the under. Do you look at the weather reports for a couple days in advance at all when you look at the bet, the totals? Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to bet when I saw the weather forecast for the Bears on Friday night. I was like, how much is it going to rain? And they're like, yeah, it's going to be really bad. And I was like, all right, I want to wait and watch it. And it was so bad. I didn't bet it because I thought touchdowns might get scored because the ball would be so slick. And you just have a bunch of, you know, bad tackles. And, you know, I, that's why I stayed away from it. Everybody hammered the under the second they saw that squeegeeing in the field. But yes, you have to look, <laughs> you have to watch the weather report more. I mean, I, I pay more attention to the wind after Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Once we get to November, it's like, okay, is it cold well, and windy? Under. But wind I, I is really – You need to pay attention to the wind every week. Yeah. Because if it's over 15 – if it's over – if it's double digits, it's interesting. If it's over – Well, here's the question. It's, hour, it's, hot, it's hot today in Pittsburgh, right? High is 84, low is yeah. 69. So where's the cold – so where's the cold front on the back side? So the cold, if the cold front's coming it's through because the wind's going to be on the back side of it. The Sunday forecast says 84 high, 69 okay, low. Okay, so it's not there yet. Okay, so right. you, you're going to get that's a what changing... it says for Sunday, but Monday so says 80% chance of rain. Yeah, so the jet stream, right, there's the cold front. So the jet stream is dropping down, obviously, so that's why Pittsburgh's really hot. Wait a so second. Are you once, a meteorology guy now, too? You know about this You shit? know these things. I do. I, this is what I do know this shit. This is stuff I do actually know. So... On the back on the back end of that is where the weather is. So the back side of that cold front, that's where the weather is. On the back side of that will be colder temperatures and probably the wind. So if it's still going to be nice like that in Pittsburgh, I like the Patriots. That's even better. That's good. Give me nice weather. Yeah. Give me the Pats. That's good. 84, let's roll. I'm good with it. I went to school at Penn State. It's one of the it's the meteorology center of the universe. Is it really? As- it's un- they have an unbelievable meteorology school. Wow. And uh, after the first year, and I found that out, I told my mom I was going to be a weatherman. I said, I'm going to well, go. You, I'm going to change my. An AMS or an on or an on screen person? All of it. I was going to do oh. it all. Okay. And she's like, why? I said, because it's it, you can go on and 
tell them what it's going to happen and show them all these fancy maps. And then it can rain when you said it was going to be sunny and nobody gives a shit. (laughs) No one cares. I said, I can wear these nice suits and be on TV and do this and do that. Can you imagine if I'd have just stuck to that? But my mom said, you ain't doing that. You're going to be, you're going to be a, you know, finance major. And then you may go to law school and be a lawyer and all this stuff. And it was right. It was a right call. Uh, Seattle's down to eight and a half. (laughs) There's money coming in on Seattle. Damn right it is. Who's betting the 49ers? Anybody? Who's betting the 49ers. Feels like everyone's betting the Seahawks. This feels like an, a massive overreaction to the first week loss. <sighs> I think this number closes over 10. I think I think the pros wake up and start hammering this number. Nah. Nah. Mm-mm. What the hell? No. How are I you backing this, Seattle? How? I, I think there's this no might way. have been a miss. I think this might have been a miss. The numbers to odds makers. Yeah. 10. Trey Lance. San Francisco. Do people bet against of, San Fran because of that video of him in the strip club? What video in a strip club? No. Dave. <laughs> what happened? Who was in a strip club? Trey Lance. This week? Yeah. Trey should be in film study after what yeah. happened in Chicago. Trey was making it rain. <laughs> what? That's what Trey was doing. Really? Yeah. Sorry. So obviously not, but yeah, that's a big narrative around Trey Lance right now. We're gonna see Jimmy G this week. Everyone's asking. When does Why? when does Shanahan all the guys on ESPN are so are so funny because they all pull out these stats that the interns have come through. Like, you know, the fact that technically Shanahan has a losing record as a head coach of the 49ers. And they're like, people are now drawing, like, are you sure Shanahan this is the right guy? Losing record as the head 30, coach of the 49ers. I think he's 39 and 42 is what I heard this morning. Just under 500. Yeah. For him. He's teamed like, at a Super Bowl. Right. He's an offensive genius. How's this possible? Because he decided to draft Trey Lance and not take Mac Jones and move up to get him. And Trey Lance looks not like how you would thought think that the third pick in the draft should look. Mac didn't practice yesterday. Was Mac at the strip club in Pittsburgh or in New England or what? what, Why didn't Mac practice yesterday? Because Mac is a patriot. Mac Mac had illness. He was he wasn't feeling well. Is he was he on the injury report today, sir? Um, I don't think so. I didn't, back. See the report. I didn't see it. I, I mean, I didn't see it on Twitter, but Craig Speck says that uh, Kittle being out is keeping him off the 49ers. Would that keep Fair. you off the 49ers? Potentially, yeah. I mean, I think if this number moves. It's a big part of the offense for a young quarterback. Would you agree or disagree that the tight end is so huge for their success? If you got a good tight end, it helps them. We know he likes good tight ends. Soon. Yes, we saw the video this week. We we know we know how he feels about that part. What what are you talking about? What was the video I just I just referenced? The strip club video. I'm not. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> I ain't talking about the strip club. I asked you a saying, genuine question. Don't you, you need asked a me tight do you end? like a good tight end? And I said, yeah. He, I didn't even likes, mean. He I didn't even mean it when I said he likes a good tight end. Yes, Jimmy G like. Yes, we know that Trey Lance likes a good tight end. We saw the I, video. Of this I didn't see the video. <laughs> I didn't see the video. 
You just walked anything. into it. So it just like, <laughs> sorry, it's too easy. I was like, you're just, you're setting this up to be a very easy joke right now. So I didn't see not, the video. Okay. Yeah. So well, we, we know what he likes. Yes. We know that, that that's a part of Trey's. I Trey. mean, a general rookie quarterback or young quarterback, not sure. specifically Trey. Yes. Isn't it important that he has a, a guy who plays the tight end position Correct. to throw it's the ball a, to. Yes, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a binky. It's a it's a blanket. It's a safety net. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, look, this is a stay away game for the most part, but can't use I it in know. a contest. Can't use it in a survivor. It's Ten. No, can't survivor. use it in a survivor. Do not do that. Do not risk a dime on this game by picking San Francisco to win this game against Seattle. No, no, no. I would not do that. What I would do though is. Packers are the survivor play of the week. It's you want to talk everybody about? that survived week one is on the Packers. If you haven't yep. used the Packers yet, use yep. them to this week. There ain't no. This is the week. This is this is the week. Packers survivor is the play. Oh, do you disagree with it? Should be the biggest upset of the week if the Bears win the game. Rodgers opens zero and two in the division. <laughs> Good luck with that. Can't be. Can't be. Can't it? No. Can it? Cannot. No. No, 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 no. I like the Packers laying the points. This is a contest play for me. It's not a bet, but it's a contest play. Top five selection. Easy. But I'm okay with being with the consensus early. That doesn't bug me. Yeah. I mean, consensus generally does well early in these contests. Yeah. It's. Don't get caught up for you guys that, that do that or or look at that. I mean, the consensus plays are the consensus plays. It you just have to figure out strategically. We had Las Vegas Chris on talking about contest strategy and all that other stuff. You can be in the consensus. You can be out. Just pick winners. It's just mm-hmm. like CLV. You get the best number, but if it don't win, it don't matter. If you mm-hmm. if you're in the consensus play and you lose, that's fine. If you're not in a consensus play and you still lose, what does it matter? I mean, so. Yeah, I wouldn't use I definitely wouldn't use the Bears in anything sidewise. If this is one of your top five plays, use it. But the Packers yeah. are not losing this football. No, no way. Survivor plays Packers if they're available. My favorite bet of the weekend, oh boy, is the Raiders to drag the Cardinals on drag? Sunday. Drag? Drag. Over is the best bet of the day. But Steve, SoCal DJ just dropped this in. I don't know if you saw it. The Patriots on back-to-back road game spot, 14 and mm-hmm. 0 to the under in their last 14. What the hell is that? Makes sense. I, I think the under is the play in that game. That's the play in a weekend. Holy shit. Patriots Steelers under. Yeah. I I'm I'm I definitely like Patriots Steelers under. So you're saying Raiders drag Cardinals. I think Darren Waller, the, the, my biggest takeaway from Last night is that the Chiefs had a tough time moving on the Chargers. Because the Chargers are pretty decent. No. The Raiders had more success on offense against the Chargers defense on the road. The Raiders. The Chiefs did it. The Raiders offense is pretty damn good. And the Cardinals gave up how many touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes? A lot. Five passing touchdowns to Patrick Mahomes. A lot. Yeah. Josh McDaniels, home opener. Cardinals defense, real bad. I see what you're saying now. I see what you're saying now. Drag, like drag through the mud and shit. 
You're gonna oh, like beat the living ass. shit out of them. Yes. Curse I think them. I think the Cardinals are going to get their asses kicked this weekend by the Raiders. Lay the five and a half. Take the over. Darren Waller props. All of them over. Receptions, tight end. yards, touchdowns, all of them over. Another tight end reference right there. Yeah, they can't guard tight ends to save their lives. Cardinals cannot guard tight ends. And Waller did not get the ball much against the chargers. Derwin James, by the way, is a psychotic human being. He picked up Kelsey. Like he was a doll. Throw him to the ground. Like he was nothing crazy. He's been hurt for so much. It's crazy how much they've missed him, but that guy is literally the best safety in the game when he's healthy. Yes. I love safeties that are just got maybe a screw loose and just, you know, beat everybody up and, and they're physical and strong. And by the way, I think Kelsey fumbled that ball, by the way, but that's beside the point. The ball's coming out. That's why that ball ricocheted like it did. That ball was loose before he hit the ground. Maybe right about that. Um, they didn't challenge it. The graphic says 51 and a half over question mark. That's a, that's a tough one. Like, is Arizona going to score on a Raiders defense? I think yes. the answer to that question is yes. Yes. I think this is a first half over and a game over. I mean, I think this is a lot of overs. It's like a 42-24 game to me. Oh, shit. You're calling for 60-something points? I think this is just like a this – is, I, I don't think the Cardinals stop the Raiders at all. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Do the sound again. It's a what? What? Back and forth. Back and forth. This is Raiders team total over. This is first half over. This is game over. This is Waller props over. Yeah. Renzi calls this a drive-by. He goes and bam, 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 bam. Like, make sure he hits them all. This is Love a drive-by play. You I get like them it. all. I, I just, I just think you can line them all, line them all up. I just, the Cardinals defense is not in one week going to going to fix the problems that we saw that they had against the Chiefs, and now they're on the road, and the Raiders looked decent, and Devontae Adams looked unbelievable he looked against good, the, the Chargers, and the Chargers just did a really good job on Kelsey and company and kept Mahomes down, who by the way threw three picks last night and not one counted. That was great for my bet. Appreciate that. How that was, was that a real pain in the ass. I, I celebrated that once and then saw it go called back. That was, was a like, pick, by the way. The one, the one that the, the, the Santa Samuel. I, was, I don't know how the hell that they called that. That was a pick. I was like, what are you looking at? The ball didn't move. His hands were underneath. It's like, what the hell? Oh wait, yeah, you didn't secure the catch. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, who's in the bag for the freaking Chiefs tonight? My goodness gracious. I swear. Nuts. It's, it's frustrating sometimes. I mean, it's even more frustrating, isn't it, when you see it on a replay and you're like, oh, that's a, that's a pick. That's a pick. Oh, well, no, it's not. We're, a pick. we're all on the Discord channel. We're like all <laughs> celebrating. Like, we know that we, we got that bet right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Which, by the way, how the fuck did everyone get on the same play? How was everybody on that bet yesterday? How is that possible? That's a very good question. How the hell? Eight, just for the log. That was very good. Well stated. Um, I, 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 I texted you. I was like, excuse me. You want to explain to me how the hell everybody's play is Mahomes to have a, a pick? I was like, this is ridiculous. Every show I'm going on. Oh, there's that play. Up oh, there's that play. Up oh, there. We all just are on this play. Like, I just, I, I hate, like, how the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Like, what is going on? Like, it was really weird. 
I was really confused by that. And I watched like five shows yesterday and three of them had the, had the play. And it was like, what's your favorite play of the day? So-and-so, oh, my favorite play of the day is Mahomes to have a pick. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't know. Everybody got a different line too. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, we know it, it went from by, by by after our show because I got 120. So after I got 120 after our show was 130. Then it was 145, and then I saw some fucking person with 155. It was like you're betting 155 on this. This is your play of the day. It's like what are you doing? Oh, that's right. Cause you got it because you got it at four o'clock in the afternoon. So now it's 155. You're recommending a minus 155 prop bet. There you go. All you go crazy. What? The- flip was that yesterday that was bizarre that made no sense to me i was i was i was i was perplexed by that i i i I just didn't get that at all sense to me right now oh boy all right uh sports grid have a phenomenal weekend we'll talk to you guys coming up on monday night after the pat mcabee show for you guys on twitter and on youtube stick around omaha steak searing hot take of the day oh and better book it all still to come here for bvp here so back to the chiefs game for a second yes uh, and Mahomes, but did you see what Mrs. Mahomes did last night on Twitter? Searing hot take of the day. BVB is the promo code omahasteaks.com. Go get the all American assortment. Go get your own, build your own menu. If you want that promo code BVB will give you guys 12 free Omaha steak burgers. And they'll take care of you. If you're a first time customer as well, but to, to knock off, give you some price breaks and give you some shipping breaks price as well. Omahasteaks.com promo code BVB. She decided to yesterday. Do you remember the play where Bosa got thrown into Patrick Mahomes and they called holding? Yes. Okay. Everyone was really upset and controversial, angry about Very that. Very angry. So here is Brittany Mahomes' tweet. She writes, Guess we can hit QBs like that now. Yes, yes. Sir. Her response to that tweet after everyone dragged her for that was, I wish I could just tweet and be and say what I think and be left alone. Like you're Brittany Mahomes. Nobody would know who you are if you weren't married to Patrick Mahomes. This is you can't make comments on the internet like this and yes. not expect fans to have a response right. to you on this stuff. So if you're going to make a comment of guess we can hit QBs like that now, because literally every Charger fan sent video after video of chief players committing penalties that were not called. Correct. And there were a lot of them last night, were there not? No, like a lot of like like they you were talking about earlier in the week that the referees are going to get the memo and throw the flags. They didn't get the memo for Thursday night. That's just a saying. It didn't look like they were calling a lot of. And maybe that's that maybe that's what we're going to see now. I mean, maybe we are going to see a lot play. of flags being thrown and let them play. And I'm all I'm all I look. I don't care about refereeing as long as it's consistent. As long as we are consistently calling plays, I don't care whether it's a hold or not. I don't care if it's a foul or not. All I care about is it's a foul in the first quarter and the fourth quarter or not first quarter and not in the fourth quarter. How about can it be a foul in week one and week two or just because when you call the stuff and it looks a certain way in week one and then in week two, you don't call nothing. And then in week three, you sometimes call it. That's bad, too. It like, is, but during about the game, consistency, I know, but we're be consistent. I know, but you've played sports. You understand this like week to week. 
things change, right? It's quarter to quarter sometimes. The, the league can come in and dictate and say, hey, look, at, we want to watch this. We want to police this. We want to stop this. So sometimes week to week in the game, once we know what is and is not a foul, I'm okay. It's like a strike zone for, a, for an umpire. What is a strike and what is not a strike it's important because you learn it in the first inning and like, okay, fine. You know, that ball two inches outside is a strike today. I got to be careful for that ball. Right. So like, I'm okay with that, but man, I mean, look, if you're Patrick Mahomes, his brother is still circulating around. His wife might be the most unpopular female in the NFL. Like the, the chat says the, the brother's worse. Who's he worse is worse. You're making a line. He's way worse. worse. Yes. He's way. Well, he's been asked to shut up though. Patrick asked him to be quiet. Wow. His brother was the one who danced on the logo was last year on TikTok and too much. She's, she's pretty bad too, though. I mean, she's, she was the one opening champagne bottles and spraying the rival fans. And I swear I could only imagine if my family could unleash and unload what they would say about me. I mean, I don't think it would be bad, but it might be, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's a tough spot to be in. Just be quiet. Because you got to no. tell them all yeah. of you have Holmes, to just yeah. shut, shut up. The fuck yes. up. Yes. Let me do my thing. Let just me, let be the me quarterback. play. And you guys get to benefit. But no, because it's a me, me, me world. So it's got to be about you. It's got to be about your Twitter account. They got a what kid doing. together now. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's the whole thing. Like Patrick Mahomes is um, sorry. Uh, Baker Mayfield's wife got involved with commercials and whatnot. And she has since kind of tapered it down a little bit after all the bad stuff happened in, in Cleveland, which is, which is fine. Like be there, support your person, live your life. You don't have to be a celebrity too. What Both about you Giselle and Tom Brady? Giselle was more famous. It is more famous than Tom Brady. So but she came in that way. Yeah, she makes more money than he does. She's a bigger star than he is. The so. measuring of the money made, is one. Thing. He married up, not not vice versa. You know, she didn't marry up to marry Tom Brady. Tom Brady married up to marry her. Whoa. He went from Bridget Moynihan to Giselle. Oh, Brady was a bigger star than Bridget Moynihan, but Giselle's a bigger star than Brady. So Brady can't tell Giselle to chill and be quiet. That's the article that's out today that's being circulated everywhere. That Giselle's giving him an ultimatum. Basically, what's like the this, ultimatum? This is it. Me or football? This is it. She's going back to work. She's going. It's hurt. It's hurt. The line that everyone's saying is, it's her time now. Really? Uh huh. Okay. How's so that? Tom? He signed a 10-year deal to broadcast games on Fox. That's easy though. Broadcasting's not hard though. That's not oh, it's easy. Yeah. No, you can show up on a Saturday at night and do a game on Sunday morning. That's not that's not hard to do. Now he could do that. Ultimate he needs to do something. She'll want him to do something. Get the hell out of the house. She'll want him to be the going, names. you know. Man, yeah, I don't know about that, Giselle. I don't know if that's, that's the, the path you should take. Wow. If she did, if she did, uh, the prof- life, it's the life. That's yeah, one of yeah. your best lines of all time. I attribute that <laughs> solely to you. I've never heard it before, but I love it. People put it in the chat all the time. Sounds like there's a lot of wives that are making it to life. Holy crap. Well, people in New England, the line is don't ever think that Giselle isn't a major reason why Brady left the Patriots. She's not popular in New England. What did she have to do with that? She was sick. She didn't like Boston. She didn't like it. 
She's from Brazil. Why would she like it? It's cold. It's people are mean. Like she just, she didn't like New England. It's well documented that she was. A lot of people don't like New England. Damn, you're in New England England. and you hated Connecticut. I I was going to say. I don't like New England. So yes, (laughs) I don't like it. So yes, it's, it's fair. I, it's a fair critique. I'll I'll, I'll give it to you. Yes. It's a hard thing to come back from on this. Uh, Props.com story. They, like I mentioned, we have so many different prop bets, including one article that's out from a variety of our writers, the six best college football bets for the weekend. I, I want to ask your 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 take on something because I thought I saw this today. I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Are you hearing from your pro friends that for that Syracuse is a bet? I've been talking about Syracuse for a month. I thought they were a great bet in week one. I thought they were a good bet last week. It's one of those things. Hell, I haven't God. heard anything this week. What is who are they playing this week? Virginia minus one for Syracuse. So they beat Louisville week one by 24 points. They yeah. throttled UConn 48-14. Damn right they did. And, I mean, they're, this kid, Garrett Schrader, is completing 79% of his passes. So hold on. Syracuse is at home against Purdue this week. It is? You sure? Syracuse is at home against Purdue this week. I'm reading this off the article. It says Virginia. Syracuse ain't playing Virginia this week. Did we Syracuse skip ahead? Is- Syracuse is home against Purdue. Oh, Saturday, wow. game 113, 114, 9 o'clock Pacific start, noon Eastern. Oh, what's the number? Syracuse is now minus one and a half or two. I yeah. still like Syracuse on that. Yeah, it opened up one on top, which how did they play? Do they play, play Virginia play. next week? Maybe, maybe uh, this, they went ahead by mistake with the article. Uh, yeah, it's next week at Syracuse. Next week, wow. on the twenty on the twenty third. They just Old went too Dominion, far ahead. Old Dominion plays Virginia this week. Yep. Be careful. ODU ODU already got somebody's scalp. They already got Vatek. See if they can get Virginia next. Get them both. Virginia's eight and a half. Nine nine and a half in a oh, couple no. places. Wow, that's got to be a hard one. Woo. Well, Virginia's offense is really fun. This Armstrong kid, the lefty, the Brennan Armstrong, the lefty, they can score with anybody. They're a Boys fun team to watch. Say, oh, the minion is the play. Really? Plus the points. That's what they're saying. Well, ODU did already take one scalp, so you can jump on that. Um, so you like Syracuse versus Purdue? Or just for I like it versus Virginia, but that's next week. So I've obviously we jumped. Yeah. Um I mean, this is just a game that I would normally scroll by and not even pay any attention to. But if I had to pick it, yes, I would pick Syracuse. I so their plays are North Texas Unity over, which I like. Okay. Iowa, Nevada under, which we okay. like. Uh, Notre Dame, Cal under. What's that total? Uh, 40? And a half. 40 and a half. 41 and, now in some places. Nebraska plus 10 and a half. I... I I don't want anything to do with that game. Why is that game in everybody's? I can't believe because it looks game it day looks right to say fuck it. We're not going there. We're going to Apple, yep. App- Appalachian State. We're going to yep. Boone. That's interesting. Uh, prop bet of the day from Props.com. We're going to get some baseball here. Justin Verlander over five and a half Ks. What team does he play for? The Astros. What am I wearing today? Astros. Did you see the line on this game? It's ridiculous. This is 
This is absurd. He's just coming back off the DL. But it's Tigers. I know it's the Tigers, but is he on a pitch count? Well, he's had six or more strikeouts in six of the last seven games at home. Okay. He's had six or more strikeouts in seven of his last 10 games overall, averaging seven Ks per game. Okay. Um, Sorry, this is, uh, let's see. Is it the A's or the Tigers? I'm, I'm, I'm confusing this. They, they're, they're playing is at A's home against the Oakland. A's. It's Oakland. Sorry, not the yeah. Tigers. Sorry. Would you share my Tigers? parlay too? I said Tigers, but it's Oakland. All right. Uh, six K's on June 1st, 10 K's on July 16th. The A's have a K rate against righties in September of 28%, tied for okay. the highest in Major League Baseball with the Rockies. Okay. So maybe if he even goes five innings, he may get six K's. I got to know how many pitches this man's going to throw today. Fair. That's what I'm worried about. Normally, when he comes, I'm not back, worried about him getting the case. If he's on a, you know, if he's Verlander just. Verlander normally is allowed to pitch. They that's normally don't. That's, it, that's what I was saying. If he's on a yeah. pitch count, I need to know because if he's he doesn't not, normally, when he comes back, he normally is allowed to just go. Right. Might have been a orchestrated. And for those of you not watching and listening, I'm holding up air quotes. It might've been an orchestrated trip to the IL, ah. shut him down to give him a little rest before the playoffs. I like it. So if he comes back and they just say, Justin, just, you know, go do your thing. And he's going to mm-hmm. go seven and two thirds, two earned runs or less. He's going to get this. He should get this easy. This might be a miss by the by the numbers guys, by the odds makers. Maybe the thinking you're thinking he's on a pitch count first first time back. And That's why his numbers what it is. <laughs> and that he's not. <laughs> his number should be six and a half minimum. Could be as high as seven and a half if we knew he's pitching, pitching. Right. So tread cautiously, people. Tread cautious. Okay. Better to book. It's brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. This is the last day for Caesars. We'll switch things up next week for a different sportsbook next week. But Caesars, JTP fifteen. If you guys want to jump in with a new account with Caesars Sportsbook for up to twelve hundred and fifty dollars risk free bet, seven and a half weekly parlay, <laughs> seven and a half under A's Astros, okay. under Dodgers Giants, okay. Under White Sox Tigers. Same number? Same number. Look at you. Seven and a half. Fancy. You're getting fancy. I'm putting my glasses back on. That's a <laughs> fancy parlor right there. It's like the kids say, you're getting fancy. Um, all right, A's. Astros under seven and a half, under minus 15 or flat. Good. The Dodgers and San Francisco. We got May and Webb. How does this game not go under? Circus already at under seven and a half, minus 122, highest in the world, trying to get me some over money. They know, we know, that one's pretty good. Last one, White Sox, Detroit. Oh, why do we got to get involved in these American League shit games? Because the Tigers are the second best team in all of baseball to the under. They are. It's Giolito on the road. Seven and a half over minus 120. Oh, I'm worried about that one, P. Ralt. Looks okay. like you might have another two out of three on your hands, but I like your style. I like the seven and a halves, and I think it has a shot. I really do. I like right. two out of three, especially. Plus 634 this morning. That parlay turned into a 530 parlay. Lost a full dollar in value because <laughs> of that minus is <laughs> going to minus 20s and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Last night was plus 634. Today it's plus 530. So I was like, oh, got a dollar CLV value on that parlay. Pretty good. <laughs> that's right. I mean, that's, that's significant. Like it, it goes to show you sometimes when you're placing those bets, how much that can mean. Yeah. It's a, a dollar difference. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, BYU. We talked about this game earlier. Uh huh. Plus three and a half against Oregon on the road. I'm fading Bo Nix. You like Oregon. Better are you going to book this? Yeah, I am. I'm actually rooting against myself. I want to see BYU be relevant. I do. I love the coach. I love what they're doing. I just think that off of the Baylor win at home, they go to Oregon. If everything you're saying is right about Bo Nix, you're going there and winning this game. Easy. Easy. But oh, what's the line move now? Where's it coming? Sitting three and a half, sitting 58. Has it yeah, moved in moving. days? Not moving. It's, it's cemented. Um, yeah, I'm on the Oregon side. Could be 100% dead wrong, but I'm going to book it. I'm going to book. Game day going to Boone, North Carolina. Appalachian State is going to run all over Troy. App State minus 12 and a half. Bet it's it. Troy. Better to book it. Bet it. I got right. nothing for Troy. I got nothing. Nothing. Zero. Absolutely. How about over in a game? Over? Yes. Yeah, probably. Two, two and six ATS in the last eight road games for Troy. 52 off an opening number of 54. So the initial move was down. Down. I'm not buying it. Okay. I mean, Troy doesn't score, but I like App State big. Patriots minus two and a half against your Pittsburgh Steelers. Listen. Adam McQuaid just jumped in the chat and said he just threw a few bucks on Matt's under parlay. Got plus 585. Okay. Good. Ain't bad. I got 634 last night at FanDuel. But right. Wait, there's nobody uh, bragging about the prices. He put the parlay. It's good. I appreciate that. Thank you. Believes. That's good. I appreciate like, that. Thank you. That's for the people that may be watching the show or may watch it later and go, yeah. oh, we, you know, we're not actionable info right at the time. And also, so God just. Adam just said it in the chat. He went and put the parlay in mm-hmm. doing God's work there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Patriots minus two and a half versus the Steelers. I'm going to wait until I get the best number. I think I'm getting pick, but for the sense for, for it's the current number. So current number, Um, you know, I'm booking this. Of course. I'm talking to you yes. all week. Of course. I'm booking this. Of course. What's the bet, by the way? Behind me. What, what's the bet? What is the bet? I made the bet last time was you had to wear Ravens gear. Got to be more punishing than that now. Um, well, because I go two and zero against you, it's, it's your chance to even it up. I already have the Pat the Patriot hat, but that's I not mean, pain. That's not pain. You enjoy wearing that. That's the best logo in it's, sports. It's it actually. I get a compliment on it every <laughs> time I'm out. It's I'm the best say, logo in football. Patriot gear. Yeah. Um. We're gonna to have to think about this. I don't know. There has to be a bet on it. All right, we'll we'll make it. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. Why don't Why don't you have people put it in the in the Discord, like or something like that? All right. Well, Discord. Well, I'll, I'll make a comment Friday. tomorrow. Discord chat tomorrow morning, eleven a.m. for the. I'll be there. Betting I will my, be there. Betting half a unit of my money on Sunday. So we yeah. So we've got Saturday. By the way, you guys, on Saturday is the Discord eleven a.m. chat in the Discord channel, betprep.com slash chat to get in. And then Sunday is the Pro Football Props show that will take place on the front page of props.com with Spencer Limbach and myself for 15 NFL Pro Props, uh, Pro Football Props for week two of the NFL. Probably so the, the bet should be probably wearing 
a brownie the elf hat. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That's if not bad. The Steelers make win, you gotta wear it. All right. And if the, the Patriots win, I you, gotta wear you it. You like it though. But I don't know how many people do. I mean, people take screenshots of me all the time. And if I have to, I've never had a piece of Browns anything on my head. Oh. You made me do it for the first time in my life with this damn Ravens. Ravens. Hat. Okay. All right. I like that. It's a big rival. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm down. Well, uh, Raiders minus five and a half against the Cardinals. Bet it. This Bet. should be a B squared. This should be a B squared play. You, you know, this is the side. Almost nudged. Almost nudged there. I, what if this turns into a fucking field goal game at the end? Like I feel what, great. Like Carlson, backdoor Carlson's, cover by the Cardinals. Oh. Like the Raiders are up ten. You know, thirty-eight, twenty-eight. And if, if this game is close, I'm going to be stunned. Like stunned if this game is close. Like Kyler Murray's going to have to do something without DeAndre Hopkins. This offense sucks. Stinks for the Cardinals. They Stinks. suck without him. They can't. I mean, they just, they can't do but anything. What if our guy throws a couple picks like he did against the Chargers and keeps him around? But that, and then but that secondary for the Chargers is not what he's going to be seeing. Hell no. He's going to watch rookies. They got, they got three rookies playing in that back seven for the Cardinals. Got Waller, Adams, and Renfro at home, home opener. This game's a route. Like, I, I, I mean, this, after watching that game last night, I'm like, the, the Raiders are going to kick the dog shit out of the Cardinals. Where do you think this line closes? Think seven it, and a half. Do you uh, don't go through seven? You're crazy. Just what you right. stop. It with should crazy line moves. It should go through. God forbid things go bad and we have to go run a book. <laughs> Why is it going? You tell me. Time. You'll it, be giving away the store. This is a, a this is a move, a head fake by the pros. This, this number going from six to five and a half is simply to get the best number they can get. And I expect this number to Excuse run me. like a kite coming up here in the wind when we get to closer to the game. The game. Wow. Yeah. There's no way this, in my opinion, this thing closes at anywhere less than seven. I'll be stunned. Bad guys will buy the Cardinals at seven. Six and a half I could buy. I could buy as the closing number. Six and a half. Okay. But... Could just as easily close five, Piero. Give me the Raiders minus five, please. Okay. And then finally, Packers minus nine and a half. Betting it or booking it. Man, how the Bears going to keep this close? This is just one of these games that everyone's going to be on the side. The books are just going to take it on their chin and walk on to something else. Go, that's fine. We're done. It's just we'll it's prime time game too. It's so it really like it you just really like walk away. It hurts. This is one of the ones where you just brace yourself as a book. You just say, okay, uh, some of these games, you're gonna lose this game 35-3, something ridiculous. <laughs> like you, you just take it and go with it. Rogers is gonna annihilate the Bears. I just he's gonna do his own I own you. He's gonna it's just yeah. God damn. Like in the movies, they say they you know, give you a piece of wood to put it, in, put it in your mouth, bite down hard. Like it's you just you know it's coming. It's it's, it's gonna hurt. Just bite down hard. <laughs> oh, they tried to say that once to us when we were pledging in a fraternity. Like, oh, take this piece of wood and stick it up your, you know, threaten me to just bite on it just for a second. Now, if I have to bite on this piece of wood, you're not gonna like where I put it after you think you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do. Um. 
this would be one of those games I'd be driving home after a long day in a risk room or something. And like Dewey would call me or Purdom would call me and say like, Oh, what's, what are you guys looking at? Or Patrick would call me. Somebody would call me and say, Hey, how's this game looking? How do you think it's looking? It's 97% of the bets are on the Packers. We're dead. We're dead. There's no way. I think real quick. Yeah. So if you if you, so this is this is how you watch a show and stay on Twitter or another app. So that's in Roger watching the show, screenshots and a, a tweet, and then sends to me saying App State football staff have placed small wooden mouse traps all over their football building this week to drive players home the point. Don't take the cheese. In other words, stay focused and don't let the attention and accolades bite you. I love that. love it. Love it. Because you know what? You know why? Mm. Game day going to Boone, they need to beat the damn lights out of Troy. Hell yeah. Because they got a lot of eyes. That handle will be larger than any other App State game other than the Michigan game. Or the, well, I don't uh, know if, uh, if, if game they be in there will make the betting go up on it. It's a hard number. No, no I don't think Ooh. so. I don't think. It just creates the interest. That's awesome, though. I love it. We got a mouse yeah. in the garage, by the way. God. Here's if you think it might be impossible for Iowa to score enough points to cover 24 points this point, you might be onto something. FBS teams that are more than 17 point favorites when the total is under 40 are two and 21 ATS historically. Two and 21. Holy crap! There's Where the play that weekend. SoCal. No, Roginator, guy from small town Iowa, one of our Iowa listeners. Roger Nader took football or took the summer off. He's just welcoming back. Actually, yeah, that's yeah. good. He just sent me that DM. Holy jeez! Oh, Big Nelly Buckets just DM me too. Good. All right, there we go. My man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is a blow. Speaking of, I mean, we got a mouse in in the garage. It comes in and out at night, so everybody's afraid to leave their shoes on the ground. All this other stuff. I ain't seen a mouse in a long time. It got a long tail. It's nasty. I don't like mice. Got to get a cat, bro. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Ain't no mice. Favorite thing about today. Ain't no mice in my house, buddy. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? <laughs> Can't believe he just popped in and said to get a cat. His dog, I feel bad for every day because it don't get enough attention. Oh, Favorite thing about today is that it's Friday. And it's roll call Friday. And felt like how Friday excited day. I get when I wake up and think about, you know, doing the show, talking to them on the show, talking to you, everybody joining us. Um, we got baseball, we got hockey on the horizon very quickly, and basketball right behind it. But we got a lot of football games. I, you're right, though. I don't think Saturday's card, I don't think there's a lot of good games. I think there's a couple interesting games. And if you look at the card, even Sunday, we got a lot of like weird matchups, but we don't have a lot of good games. We got a lot of hard spreads, but we don't have a lot of good plays. Like it's going to be an interesting weekend. But my favorite thing about today is I don't, it hasn't happened yet. I don't know. I honestly don't know what my favorite oh. thing about today is. And that's my favorite thing about today that I'd have no idea. I have absolutely no idea what my favorite thing about today is right now. 
Ravel's interview I, was pretty good, though. Oh, it was phenomenal. My favorite thing about today is a little bit interesting, and, and I want to make sure that Spanky doesn't think I'm going after him because I'm not. Oh, okay? boy. But listen, I'm, but, but listen, so Spanky tweeted something today that somebody tagged me on and, 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 and said, he wrote, it's amazing how many Twitter heads publicly celebrate the wins with check, green check marks and bags of money. Because reality, no one gives a shit about your $20 win. No one thinks you're God's gift to sports handicapping. No one is fooled that you make a living betting versus talking about betting. Thanks. And I thought it was a really awesome chance to have a conversation quickly just about the differences about where the content space is. And when people like him who have been gambling for years. It's on Sports Grid. Next, we'll do this next week as well. We'll address this while we're still on okay. But okay, but like save some I, of the good stuff for them. Okay, but my favorite part about it was like it was a chance to go and realize that like we're all trying to police each other as to how we're supposed to be in this space. Oh, this is okay, awful. we're all trying to tell everybody what you are and what you aren't, <laughs> what you should be doing and what you should not be doing. My man, and in reality, like do you like? Oh. Because I've heard Spanky talk in a variety of places, and Spanky can't hold a candle to me talking. But I can't hold a candle to him when it comes to betting large amounts of money. No. So, like, we all do our own thing. Like, you do your thing. You get bet bashed. You sit up on a stage, and you you talk, and I listen, and I go, well, okay. Um, Well, podcasting's not in your future, but gambling is. That's great. I, I appreciate everyone who's trying to carve out their own opportunity in this business. Yes, sir. And the, the bookmaker versus better gambler, the, the large player, the sharp, okay? You guys are 1%, 2%. You think that you're relevant in on, a, on a macro scale, but you're not. You're, you're relevant on a micro scale. Now, that micro scale is worth millions. You guys gamble a ton of money. You move weight. You move numbers for the public to then come in and bet because the public's not betting, not changing numbers. You often say that, you know, public doesn't move a number. The pros do. Okay. Someone comes in makes a limit play number moves, right? A hundred guys make a 10 buck bet. Numbers not going to move, but I'm more comfortable talking to people like me than people like Spanky because I'm not, I can't relate to you. I've never placed $10,000 on a game. I've never tried to go and have five people bet one time at the same time to go and do the things that you're able to do because you've been doing this for a long period of time. So the business needs you Spanky, but the business also needs our audience and my audience. Mm. So in order for the ecosystem to work, it doesn't make any sense to me that we're going to tell people how they should and should not be talking about gambling or how they should and should not be talking about what they're doing. Because if you're getting paid to do something, somebody thinks there's value in what you are presenting. So like I, I saw it and I'm like, I, I didn't, I didn't see the tweet. Someone tagged me and said, you know, and, and, and got one LOL at sports talk, Matt. And I went, look, I tweet my wins and losses every night because I think it's important to make people realize that I'm transparent in what I do. And when I'm losing, I'm perfectly comfortable telling you that I'm losing. And I tell you what's going on. You can fade or follow because I'm interested in your attention. That's what I'm going after. Spanky's going after the money that's behind the counter. That's what he wants. I'm never going to play in that field. I'm never going to play in that pool. I'm never going to swim in that pool. It's much too deep for me. There's sharks in there and I'm not going to survive. 
But we all need to be understanding that we all can be together on this. Oh, so my favorite thing, my, my, my favorite thing about, about today is that like, I got a chance to kind of comment about that. <laughs> that I got a chance to say that publicly going like, if you want to go after and be a sharp or a pro and you want to go in and hobnob with these people and talk about the weight you move and how important you are and how you got bookmakers on your cell phone and you know how, how, how much of a big boy you are in the gambling world, awesome. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Don't worry about how someone's tweeting. Was it directed right at you? Because I no, read no, 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 it. No, no, no. I sent you the. I sent it to you last night. I sent you. Did? It I didn't get it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. You sent it to me. Oh, I didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. I, sent I didn't it get it until somebody night. tagged. Somebody tagged me on it. Oh, and, okay. And, and, okay. And, and that's how I saw it. So I was like, oh, okay. Somebody tagged me. I didn't get it. I never. I listened to it last night. I listened, listened to. What? To, I listened to his podcast. No. Oh. He addressed it on his podcast. Oh, he did. He did. Oh, no, I didn't hear it. I just I saw the tweet and somebody put something. And I'm like, this is great. Like, we all can live. We all can eat. We all can be a part of But this. wait, Matt, isn't sports betting a zero-sum game? That's what everybody keeps telling me. It's winners and losers. Can't have both. Someone has to win and someone has to lose. And I'm like, because I'm with you. I, I Just for the record. All them people that you got in the phone, I got in my phone too. So, I mean, like, that's yeah, fine. You do, you do for sure. Yeah, I 100% do. Yeah. I mean, and um, I've been around a long time too. I don't care about any of it. Like, I don't mind what other people are doing because most of the time I'm so busy, I ain't even paying attention. But you haven't like, seen, I mean, what, what bothers me is that you aren't understanding the purpose of mass media. Like, you don't get, personality and you don't get value in in audience like right when when, when, right. You, when you're when you're going at somebody and saying like you shouldn't talk about your plays you know you shouldn't talk about your wins or your losses you shouldn't do this it's like you weren't understanding what really is moving the needle they on don't the understand level, it they on don't understand level. it yeah and, and so for them understand it and, and and they really don't have to Unless Correct. you decide to go after somebody for doing it and you show the ignorance by deciding that this is what you're, you're going to make a comment about this. Because, you know, there's all sorts of things that go into media, mass media, and go into personality-driven media and building an audience. And when I started doing back when it was Daily Juice and now Just the Picks and now here with BVB, like we're trying to build a community of people that like talking about betting and enjoy gambling for an entertainment purpose. No one's telling anyone, I'm going to bang your bookie over the head. He's going to hate you. We're not saying listen to our show so you can retire in the Caymans. Like we're not doing any of that. Nice. I've never retired in the Caymans would be great. Be awesome. But, but you like, ain't going to do it from sports betting. Or from us telling you what bets to make. Or like, from them telling you what, what bets to, bet. to make. Right. That's you know that well. Reality. You know the dirty secret of it all because you've seen you you've taken the bets, so you understand the the whole game. But I just look at it and I just go. That's my favorite thing about today is that like it was a chance to kind of talk about this publicly and go like you know what, like understand, like I'm perfectly fine if Spakey hates what I do and hates me and hates what I'm about and, and other pro gamblers that look at me and snicker and laugh. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. Like Ravel was talking about it earlier. Chances are, you know who I am. I don't know who you are. <laughs> There's the difference. Okay? 
You want to talk about what we do and how we do it? Chances are you hate Darren Rovell. Darren Rovell doesn't know who you are. So that's the difference between what these people and what personality and what media members and what me, us from the media side coming into the gambling side, what we have all now known for a long time, that you guys are failing to understand the game of it all. And you get you fail to figure out what's actually happening. And it makes you mad because you think that you should be able to tell or dictate or have a book. I mean, you mentioned that professional gambling license needs to be somewhere. But there's also this book of behavior as to how you're supposed to behave. Yeah. It's quite interesting interesting about like where the rules are, like where like where the guardrails are, and like, okay, so can I put a green check mark on my bet? Is that okay? Do I need to go and ask Spanky? Hey, can I? tell everyone what happened last night that I was on the under. Is that okay? It's ridiculous. Like we just, it, you need liquidity in the market. You need the public gambler. You need shows to tell people what to do. And if shows are telling people what to do and they lose, that helps you, Mr. Pro Gambler. It helps you get more money into the marketplace. We'll save some more of that discussion for Monday. Cause I'm sure there's going to be some people that might uh, have some more to say. Over the weekend, it's pretty good. That was good. There's uh, a lot of things happening this season. A lot of things. It's great that people have time to worry about other people. <laughs> Trying to worry about myself and my people, right. you know, and us yeah. and our people. Yes. And our like, show and what like, we're doing. Like and We're trying to, you know, yeah. we're trying to grow the brigade. We're trying to grow the show. We're trying to grow our reach and our people. We just had Darren Ravel on mm. today. I don't know. Is that good? Is that bad? There's going to be people to be like, oh, what do they have him on for? I, I thought that was one of the I best interviews I've ever seen him do ever. I like, I love Aaron. I've not, I, I, I like, I've told you the story before. I Sorry. do too. You, you, you knew him back in the day. I knew him back in the day. I knew him before he went to ESPN. Like, whatever he's he's absolutely I, i'm sad when he said that he had some security breaches that made it's me ridiculous I, I hate that that sucks but people hating on him he has two million followers on twitter for a reason okay so like just fyi that ticket to the game how about to the fifth almanac game how about he got that ticket that was pretty cool it's and then wild. you pulled out Biff's Almanac. That was one of the best <laughs> moments in show history. It was show. great. He had the ticket to the game. It's beautiful. Guys, have a phenomenal weekend. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't as yet. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. I'll talk to you Saturday morning, Discord channel, betprep.com. Remind me in the morning. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. on the Discord channel for Discord chat for you guys to bet a half unit of my money. It's a lot of fun. I've been there. You hear other people's picks and plays, so maybe you can – Come with it or come without. We're 0 and 3, by the way. You guys, get, we need some winners, so help us out there. 0 and 3 in the Discord bet so far since it's come back. And then Sunday, it's Pro Football Props, same time, 11 a.m. off of props.com. He is Dave. I am Matt. Talk to you on Monday for BBB.